This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuck. Not going to do Chet Hayes anymore, but it's the number one fuckboy. All you got to do is trust me. I'm just here in West Hollywood ruining my apartment neighbors working from home situations by screaming all day. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, coming back for God knows how many times this dude's been on my podcast total, but this has got to be the third or fourth time talking specifically this. You know him from Doughboys. I know him from Birthday Boys. He's Mike the Miz, short for miserable, <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> That's funny because my dad, my, like my godfather's son used to call my dad Miserable, even though my dad was like a lovable guy, but they, he, my, my, like he would get cranky. Just a punny and, nickname for him. Yeah. I mean, well, he would get, he would get cranky and like, kind of like big events he didn't like he didn't like big like he didn't like he didn't like theme parks or and shit like that so he would be like upset when he was at him but not <laughs> <Yeah>. like not <laughs> that like sounds like your angry. dad sounds like your dad had like low level anxiety but we just didn't know what to call it back then so it's like yeah, yeah my dad my, my dad whenever we go to like a family function gets like really sweaty and wants to leave as soon as we get there it's funny, funny the shit you think about as as we learn more and you're like Oh, my dad was 25 when he was doing that. <laughs> I yeah. was like, and I was an idiot at 25 and I'm smarter than he ever was. This is terrifying. <laughs> and that's like the man who's like, no, Johnny, this is how you do ho- history homework. <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> that's that my, my, it's funny. Like, I mean, he was, he was a better version of me. So that's a, that is, that's the, that is the bummer side of it. Then I'm like, hot oh, damn. I'm like the fucking yeah, it's still, still to be seen. You can yeah, still, you can pass him. You can pass him. He's not getting I, any. He's not getting any extra, uh, you know, loudings these days. He's not earning <laughs> any more points. He's yeah. He's he, off the clock. He's off the clock. He's been called from the game. So you're you still got you're in there for another quarter. Hopefully, maybe two, maybe <laughs> half. <laughs> so why don't you run up the score a little and you know try to do some catching up? <laughs> that is that is a, that is a funny thing of like yeah will will will. Will I outlive him? And he, when he died, it felt very young. He was sixty nine, but oh, uh, yeah. but cool, cool number to die at. But nice. As, <laughs> that was his last words. His last words were nice. And then at the, at the funeral, you explained what sixty nining was to your family. <laughs> 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 well, his last words were nice because that's like a, a like a classic internet reaction to the number sixty nine. And the reason the number 69 hits grandma <laughs> is <laughs> he, he, so you imagine this is the head of the one of the people and this is the head of the other people in there. If they're 69. Okay. Uh, thank you, Mike. That's being all <laughs> dearly beloved. Let's go. <laughs> none of my, you know, he was 40 when he had me. So none of my grandparents are even were they were all long dead. Shit. I, I, that's wild. I didn't realize your yeah. dad. Cause when you said your dad died young at 69, I was like, that's not young in my, I mean, it is young, but also yeah. Not young for in my family, but yes. my dad died when he was like fifty six. Yeah, well, his he, he lived he died sixty nine and he lived longer than his all his brothers all uh, his uh, his two other brothers. One died at thirty eight. Jesus, my age now, my current age as well. <laughs> and, and then and then the other one and then the other one died when he was like in his forties, but that uh, in his like forties, late forties maybe, and that was uh, drug 
related. Drug induced. <laughs> induced. <laughs> Not drug. Oh yeah, but I don't know. It was it was drug related. Yeah. It was a dr- I mean, like they it, the family calls it a heart attack. You know how they like uh oh they just, yeah 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 they just lie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, a, a lot. Of, I, like, I know okay. a few. I know a few people from my family and high school who just like, you know, they were partying one night, and next thing you know, heart, heart attack just stopped. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, coke yeah. to the fucking gills. It's like, oh yeah, the twenty-five-year-old heart attack. I mean, like the same thing happens, <laughs> and people. It's. Just, I mean, it's obviously tragic and sad. Right. Yeah. It's uh, it's objectively sad when a young person dies, uh, when anyone dies. Uh, yeah. But there is an element too where we are clearly covering up, like, yes, know, drug he was, use. Yeah, he died at three thirty in the morning in the bathroom stall at this bar. You know, that's a heart attack can hit you wherever. It's like, um, <laughs> there's a, there's 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 quite a few of those in Quincy, and then I also remember one where it was like a guy who died around then, and it was like, what happened? He was like heart attack, and I was like, yeah, but like what happened? They're like, no, it like really was a heart attack. And I was like, what, dude? That's, that's what happens with like anyone from my high school passes away. Everyone's like opioids and they were like yeah. no he was so depressed from opioids he killed himself you're like oh okay. Jesus Christ. It's like, like, you're like oh well all right well that's a make sure we parse that out but there's been so many deaths like that and then somewhere it's like you know he you know he just stopped he just like something he had an adverse reaction to something and like everyone that's what like his family is saying but everyone who knew him that his yeah. contemporaries are like yeah, that dude like sold pills. <laughs> like, yeah, we, yeah. We know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's what a dark. Hey, the only way we can deal with this stuff is by laughing at it. Yeah, I mean, at least I I, I can speak to that on a personal level. That is the only way I could deal with anything is laughing <laughs> at it, which makes which makes your doctor react in an interesting way, or <laughs> your family members who maybe are a little more traditional or conservative and not in the political way, but in like the uh, societal way. And you say My, some shit like, ah, what, you know, hey, the older you get, the more people you know that will be dead is like, <laughs> like that's life. And my mom was yeah. like, that's not helpful, Jonathan. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> you're 100% my, right. I don't know why I said it. My dad did a thing. My when you when you were saying of like, oh, my dad had low level anxiety. It's funny you said that because I had I had OCD. And I remember we went to like a psychiatrist when I was like 15 like maybe a freshman in high school but like young where i didn't want to even admit to my mom but then eventually was just having such problems with it that i like told my mom that i was like i fucking need some sort of help which is like the saddest but also the right thing to do for for anyone who's who's yeah, if you're listening yeah just get it fucking rip the band-aid off and get, yeah it only gets worse over time you can't like self-fix anything like just try. i did so much shit like that when i was a kid where eventually i was like well you know it uh, this always happens and my family was like you got to go to a doctor i was like yeah. oh I, that was going on for six to nine months before i said anything <laughs> that's well when, when when we when we were in there this and this and this just shows like how it's generate like from generation to generation, it's the same shit, especially probably in where we grow. I mean, probably a lot of places in the United States, but also specifically in Boston area and Long Island. Like, you're not going to want to talk about mental health, but I was saying stuff with OCD and like saying stuff with the psychiatrist to like, it was finally when my parents came and was like saying like the issues I was having. And my dad was like, yeah, yeah, I, I've had some of that before too. It's a funny thing where it was like, <laughs> oh, clearly it, this is probably some of this shit is passed on from you and you're like 
just figuring out about it now when he is, you know, like 50 something or and, whatever. And you're, da- and you're going to your dad, dad, I can't leave the house without compulsively one- worrying about what's happening to my bed sheets or whatever. And your dad is just like, same thing happened to me. Okay. Well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say to that, Mitch. See you later. You're like, hey, wait, wait, wait. Uh, it's fun. Like I'm watching the Sopranos right now. And that's sort of like a running plot line too, is like, cause now that he's dealing with his anxiety and stuff. And it's like, you hear about like, they have like the generations of that sort of toxic masculinity, stoicism yeah. shit that our families brought upon ourselves that our dads, the, like the a sign of weakness or femininity was like to want something or like something too much yeah. or like be too friendly. You know what I mean? Like, it's like being a That's, man was kind of being like about being like off putting. <laughs> like, I don't I, need I, no help. I, you know, okay, cool. <laughs> I feel I feel rewatching this and I've I kind of have always felt it but I do feel like I do and people are going to think this is crazy because he also is very annoying and bad but I f- feel very bad for AJ like uh, oh I relate hard to AJ AJ is like well a lot of people should relate to him because he's like a fail son and he also like kind of like loves his dad but then also like thinks his dad sucks like it right. is like it's a, the most real it's the most realistic thing also like He's a fail son because of parenting. Like yeah. he's like, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. Rewatching it, I, I Meadow, Meadow, like there's a lot of complicated, like Doctor Melfi, and then Artie. Oh, Artie's such an idiot too, though. But like Doctor Melfi is is like the one person who's like pretty clean the entire show. Right, is just right. a good person. And then like Meadow's fucking bugs the shit out of me. Meadow was Meadow is I like got mad at Meadow like she was like my like she was my daughter on a recent episode. I was like, just shut the fuck because because I hate Jackie Jr. Because Jackie Jr. is a fucking annoy like and and part of the reason why I hate Jackie Jr. is because I know twenty Jackie Juniors. I lived with like six Jackie Juniors in college. Like I lived with dudes who thought that they were like low level gangsters, like in that, like everything was a scam. Everything was like, have each other's back. Everything was about being like disrespected and shit. And it's like, I, I, that fucking shit never landed on me. <laughs> yeah. That, that, the, the, ja- the, you know, there was a lot of people like that up at Ithaca too. There was a lot of oh, like, sure. Yeah. Those, <laughs> those, t- those type of look, I'll just say it. You fucking Italians, you, you, you fucking, uh, this Italian, is a bit I'm, br- I'm bringing I, over from Doughboys that I hate Italians. <laughs> uh, by the way, I love the in the Sopranos whenever there's like stuff that's really Italian, like actual Italian and not Italian American. They're all like confused by it, like when they're all so <laughs> proudly Italian, and then someone says something in Italian and none of them speak it. And yeah. like when they go over to Italy, they're all like taken aback by it, really. And it's like oh, yeah, that Pauly, makes me. That's the real hates shit. Italy. Yeah, yeah, he's like alone there. Yeah, it's <laughs> so he, funny. It makes it. It's so realistic it is i know so many people like that who i'm like no you have italian american pride <laughs> like you don't have italian pride <laughs> yes it's it's that you're like is, fifth generation here it's just like you're it's you're, there's no reason why your family still talks like that and i, I guess i'm talking about myself <laughs> at that point <laughs> my, my my mom and i have been watching it and i love it and it is it is a semi-tough watch when like uh they're getting like vicious blowjobs and you're like, Oh Jesus fucking. Yeah. Christ. There's a lot of ha- some, uh, some intense sex and then intense violence, especially towards women. That is like, yeah, that is hitting me on a different way on the rewatch. Yeah. My, my, my mom, my mom, it took her a while to get into what she, but she loves it. So 
Well, uh, she, I get, where are you at her. right now? Where are I you get at? Tucked, I'm in Quincy. I'm in the no, basement. No, no, no. No, I the, mean, uh, in the season. Oh, in the show? Sopran- oh. Yeah, yeah. I was <laughs> where say, are I'm you a- at right now? The basement I've seen you in every time we've gotten on social media. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. <laughs> the African safari themed basement uh, of my house. And then uh, where, the, uh, where this is, we should say, because we're talking about being fat today, this is we're revisiting our classic topic. And, and we should say you just signed your will and you want to be skinned and have your skin draped over this couch in the safari themed room. <laughs> We're going to need a bigger couch. (laughs) I'm going to lay my Mitch skin rug in front of my fireplace. (laughs) Just lay on your pale chest and chest hair. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. I would. I'd be down. I'm sure plenty of people listening to this would pay top dollar to fucking lie in that lie in them chest locks of yours. It would have a carpet consistency because of the skin tags. What uh wait so where where are you in the Soprano season? We just watched the episode where you know what you'll know the episode called University. We just we just oh, watched yeah. it. like episode four or five, right? Season yeah, in, one? in season no no in season three we we that's college. Oh we just, oh, uh, we just, and which one season? Because uh, I'm in season three right now too. It's so so we're a little we 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 were making up some ground because we were watching like two a night for a while um but it's the, i'll just tell you it's the one where ralphie maybe you can bleep this for people who haven't seen it it's the oh, one where yeah, no no it's ralphie, spo- uh, i know i know which one R- ralphie and the uh and the, the stripper bada bing employee yeah. yes yeah. brutal brutal yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a rough episode and also like i'm like oh things are gonna get good as far as the show goes but then, yeah I it starts that. cooking i'm Ra- i'm we're watching Ralphie's Pine Barrens tonight. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a good one, right? Yeah, we're yeah. all the way caught up to... We just got uh, Annabella Sciorra, whatever, that fucking magnificent smoke show. The Mercedes, <laughs> the Mercedes saleswoman. That's right, I love yeah. her. I love her. Yeah. Uh, She's so fucking hot. Adriana, my mom hates Adriana. She she does not like Adriana at all. Chris and Adri- uh, Chrissy and Adriana gross me out on this re on this watch, but I wanted to be them when I first watched the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now I want to be like Carmela. <laughs> like Carmela, I think is my favorite. I'm like super attracted to her this time around. She's beautiful. She's got like her wardrobe is, and then whenever she undercuts missed. Tony, and she's the best. She's she, which like which does make her hero in some ways in the show, but then also she. She's guilty too. Her and like her and Meadow are similar in the way that they're both kind of. And look, I I'm not gonna like just be like. And AJ's the most innocent one, but in a way, AJ is just a is the as a dumb person who can't really control his own destiny. He's like stuck in a world, right? And yeah, doesn't know what to do with himself. Where he's going? Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and Carmela is like 100 percent an enabler. I love in the season yeah. three. You'll get to it when she goes to uh, a therapist, and the therapist is like, she's like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're working on it. And, he, and the therapist is just like, how's that going for you? She's like, he's a good man. He's like, but you did just tell me he was a philandering criminal who's got tendencies of violence. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so raw and real with her. And she just kind of like takes it and like leaves and is like, forget that. I can't even process what he just said. But the way he says that, he's like, and how's that going for you? <laughs> so <laughs> fucked up. The, the early 2000s are funny because I think that like, I think it was like culturally like I'm not saying that there there were some great TV and movies and stuff, but just like culturally, people just were kind of shitty and like I mean like po- like I think I think about this now and I'm like oh yeah like I like when I came of age when I was in college it was 9/11 and it was the craziest thing 
of all time. Like the ne- the next four years are just insane. But also like I do think that like a lot of people are like just like emotionally were kind of fucked up in the in those times. And also like people like try to like and this is this sounds like I'm like being like Tipper Gore and I'm not trying to be because I listen to Eminem. But like people took the wrong idea from a lot of like art in music. Yes, of yes. Like being like, sopranos like they watch being, the Sopranos. Yes, yeah. Sopranos being like a, the fucking pinnacle of that. Of people yes. like and rewatching it now, when I was like, oh man, when I watched it when I was like in college, I'd be like, oh the fucking chicks are talking. I just want to see them fucking whack this guy. It's like kill him. And now yeah. I'm watching it. And I'm like, pussy's his fucking best friend, man. You know how crazy <laughs> that must be. Like, I'm like, <laughs> it's That's- completely hitting me down. And. G, like when Gigi goes on the toilet, I'm like, oh, too, uh, that's how I'm going to go. The most fucking unexciting, <laughs> uninteresting way ever. Immediately, as soon as I get some. Pe- that's what, when when a show I'm on or whatever, it gets like it's getting 90 more episodes. Gabrus, you've done it. You've made it. Life's going to be good from here on out. Buy your dream home. That's when I get on the toilet and a fucking blood clot comes out of my ass and I just wipe out right there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, in, in all honesty, the truth is I'm not going to get the success first. <laughs> <laughs> the only part of that statement that's exaggeration is the success part. <laughs> well, this brings it into just look, are we ever going to do a being thin episode is the question. I hopefully by the time uh, we hopefully 2021 at the end of 2021, we could do a being thin. Well, we'll never be thin, but we could be yeah. happy with ourselves. Episode might be the good answer because I don't, <laughs> you don't want to be thin. You can't be thin. No, I can't. Be thin. I can't be thin either. And I don't even I'm now just like I'm reset completely where it's like, no, I just need to like make sure stairs aren't a problem for me for the next 30 years. Yeah, there's been some scary stuff as far as well. Well, let's get in. Let's get into it. So, in case people are listening to this for the first time, Mitch and I have a lot in common, and we've learned that more and more uh, through our friendship and doing each other's podcasts. One of the things we have in common is we're so overweight and sort of the sim in the same way, in that it's like an indulgence thing and a weird <laughs> upbringing thing and a yeah. proof to that we love people and feel love via food and all this shit. And then we're both in the same field and we're both struggling with the same things to varying degrees in various elements of our lives and fields. So it's like for the two of us to get together and talk about this, it feels like therapy where the therapist is also me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that we, we are, we are similar. I think we're definitely similar in, in, and I think that over the course of the year, I think that you've definitely probably done You've dealt with it differently and, and dealt with it better probably in a lot of ways because as we I told you before that I when I was young I was like a young kid I was skinny until I was like basically in fifth grade I started to get chubby and then I, and then I would stretch out it, like it was like then it was like kind of a roller coaster but like in high school I felt big but I felt like I feel like with you I th- I think this is the way you can break it down is that like with you you've you've always been like big in a Bluto way and I don't mean like like an angry villain. But yeah. like, uh, oh, that guy's yeah, like, like a, a rapist. <laughs> <laughs> no, a big. By a the way, big... how many cartoon? How many cartoons did we grow up watching where like the threat of rape of like B- Babs Bunny was like the premise? <laughs> like, yeah. Where it's like, or Pepe Le Pew is the hero and he's a rapist. <laughs> and he's yes, yes. 
it's not exactly that, but it is funny that that's what we just grew up watching was like, <laughs> yes, get Olive the cat oil. and kiss her. <laughs> Olive oil freaking out in Bluto's hands and like punching him and trying to get out of his. It's fucked up. Yeah, but I, I haven't thought of you in that in that Bluto sense, but more of like, oh, c- carries his weight well and is confident with it and is a rugby player, uh, yeah. rugby player. Where I when in high school, first of all, I also had acne, which was not helpful. But then, so I couldn't even look people in the face till I was like 25 or so but when i was in college and i rode which i've talked about a million times and i know that Dude, that's, please talking about stuff of uh, the same shit a million times is like the subtext of high and mighty so don't worry about it. it's like th- i where this is probably episode 300 we, i think i've mentioned being a lifeguard 265 times so don't worry <laughs> about it <that. laughs> i i think i think that like for me because i didn't carry my weight like a like a Bluto, I felt like I carried that. I felt like that happened more when I was at, like out at UCB and stuff. And I did, you know, like you, I lost care. Like I did, I felt more like a, like a, what's his name? Uh, who's the guy who eats cheeseburgers? Oh, Wimpy. Wimpy. <laughs> I was more I was like, be a, like Pearl from blade. <laughs> 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 the big fat basement vampire. That's like, I mean, the <laughs> that too. I but, mean, but, I, but I, I, but that, that that's that was that my weight felt more like that where like in high school like I felt like when I was chubby in high school I was like ugh I like just am unattractive to women and then when I got to college it was kind of a similar thing and that's why I rode crew got in shape and gain but I, my confidence wasn't there and then did you know didn't fuck anyone except for my hand uh, and then didn't keep the weight off after yes. crew right yeah I was so- just, it was it was it was it was like yes there's a lot of there's a lot of psychological issues oh. there that i think that i never dealt with either and and i think that i found more stable ground in the years past because i i i've learned to deal with it more you know what i mean like yeah. uh well because it is terms. like a, it's like a mental health thing before it is even a physical and like it's both really and something you said there just stood out to me where you mentioned uh you, I, you, I feel like you carry it like you're a big guy and you're the blah, blah. Yeah. And I, I'm with you, but I think emotionally in my head, I can wake up one day and feel like I'm just a big guy. Yeah. And then other times I can wake up or situationally or depending on what the last week of my life was like, I can wake up and feel like the fat, unattractive guy. Yeah. yeah. Like my, yeah. my, 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 bot, my, my, and it's all mindset that gets mm. me in one of those two paths. But once I am today, I'm feeling like a big guy. I'm more confident. I'm more happy. I'm like, things roll off my shoulders easier. But if I wake up and I'm feeling like a fat, gross dude and you know, it's like, Oh, my back hurts a little bit. And I feel like these pants are tight and then I got to go. And now I'm like, Oh, this audition, I'm ugly. Oh, my face. Like yeah. it's weird how, and that's just like, you know, mental health and swinging from, various levels of happiness and acceptance or whatever but it's funny how much that infiltrates because i would say the main difference between you and i more so than like how we carry ourselves or whatever is confidence it's like i just have confidence whether it's earned or not and you it's earned i have yeah i have more confidence than you who despite has earned confidence still doesn't exude it except you know in our own ways like you know we have our own like vectors of confidence where you're like this is where i'm high status this is where i'm alpha or whatever but you don't let that come into your own you know what i mean and and i don't always either but like i'm capable of that 
I just like I think that would be our mental our main mental difference that kind of then gets displayed in all these ways we're talking you were talking about there for for sure I, I and i think that that was especially in college that was a thing of like that even when i got myself into like acceptable shape still like big but i was under 200 pounds you know what i mean like i was like one like probably one high 80s at the that my lightest you know oh. and that and that and that and i can't even believe that i was there you know what i mean like that just seems like a world ago but when i was there there was just still no like i still just felt like all the things you were saying of like i can't talk to a girl or i can't i like i I don't i'm not i've lost weight but like it's that sort of thing of like i've lost this weight and now like i'm a big bobblehead that's not fucking attractive to women right, anyways right. so that that was that was i think that was a battle for me too and then and then later like you know like like right after college just like i think moving to a new spot like i found like some success but still was just kind of off and on and i'm a weird guy anyways on on top of all of it like this is this is this you're like you're putting all this stuff on even then you're like when you finally scrape to like the surface of who you are you're like oh also like i am a weird guy just with in dating oh yeah i mean like or anything like that break me down to like the healthiest version of myself i'm still like a nightmare to be around you know what i mean like it's like like i'm not saying i'm like the platonic ideal of a person here but (laughs) Also, one of the other things is like in our 20s, we got into a field where it didn't yeah. matter if you were overweight and arguably it like became your thing that you were a big guy. Yeah. So you were sort of defended and also you're in your 20s. So you're like a little bit healthier just by accident because you haven't you have less mileage on the car. It's a newer oh, yeah. model. And then when you get to be in your 30s, you're like, oh, yeah, this is and it's like other people are getting their shit together or not and you're just like huh okay yeah weird i'm still and then when you get to be in your i guess we're ostensibly in our late 30s now officially i'll be 39 and i mean this is coming this is our first fucking episode of 2021 oh shit uh yeah january 7th i'll be turning fucking 39 in like four weeks Woof. oh shit terrifying end of january stressful af but uh it's going to be good. I think, I think, I think, I think, look, I'm being, I'm being positive about it. And I, and I, I genuinely, I know that we've talked about this a lot and it's, it, there's a funny, there's a funny thing on top of it too. Cause you're saying like, when we get like, when we got to that comedy world, which is true. And it was like, when I first got to the comedy world, like I was a big guy. And then that is crazy to me. Cause I was probably like 240 or 250 when I started. And then like, have like way like, you know, 60 pounds plus more since since then or whatever but because you, still, still, haven't weighed, you, still, haven't, you still haven't weighed yourself over 300 right no, officially I've, like never, I've, I've never done it and you know what? i i think in the new year i was when i'm going to finally step on a scale whether i be over 300 or not but i just have to start doing it but you are over 300 by the way oh yeah i know i know i, know. Yeah, I mean yeah. I, I i know i am so i but but my plan the last few weeks i've been i've been trying to walk five miles a day five days a week and that and I was hoping that I would just get to like two ninety nine or something like that before you check and be like, oh, I was right, I was two ninety nine. Yeah, uh, honestly, seeing three, seeing because we, I think that this is a previous episode we talked about this, but like I kept saying I was three hundred pounds, and my wife just one time said, it's "Like you've been saying you're three hundred pounds for like a year now, but I think you've put on weight in the last year." So I got on the scale and I was like three twenty five, and I was like, "Ooh, you can't be that. You cannot be that. That's, That's- a lot." That's we're getting to, we're getting to the, and like, that's, that for me is getting to the scary part of it is, is like, I I am. So there's, so there a couple things have happened 
to me. Wait, so just to jump back to our 20s as comedians, there mm. is this element where you are a big guy. It's allowed. And also you're, well, at least me personally, and maybe I didn't realize it at the time, but now I know for sure. You're definitely using that as an excuse to not like, well, whatever. If I, I fucking, I'm a little fat, I'll just get a new pair of pants. It's a fucking, I'm a comedian. This is like my thing. I'm a big guy. It's funny that I'm drinking a lot. It's funny that I ate so many wings tonight. Like, yeah. And it is like, and you just start to believe your own character hype or whatever. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, this is unsustainable for 10 years. I'm now yes. like, I've had diarrhea for fucking a, a, a month, <laughs> a year and a half. I got to get my fucking shit under control. Well, there's also, I mean, like also you meet people who like are into like people who do comedy or who are funny and like it's not just base level i like this person because of their look so you meet people right, who are right. more about that and that's like an that is also like a nicer thing but then also yeah your pants size goes up and i like hold on to the pants in my closet that are the size down because i like i'll get back there and yeah. i think that that's happened. without that happened. any effort without any putting like that's me i'm yeah. like i'll get back down there no time i won't make a conscious choice whatsoever but i feel like serendipitously i'll just happen to lose these two inches that i've gained and it it, it ain't happening chief and it, it, that's that is that is that is that is sad to me because i'm like oh i did that for probably like 10 inches i like it probably went from like or like 34 to like 42 i probably have done that like in that way oh. i'm like oh i'm 36 now i'll be back down to 34 oh i'm 38 now i'll be back down to 36 bro that happened over 100 percent. and i just did the thing where at the start of quarantine i was like let's just get rid of all these 38s these fucking single xl shirts we're never coming back here and i was just real with myself and got rid of a bunch of that stuff and like my wife said she goes hey if you get down there again that's a lovely reason to have to buy new clothes that's it's like just get rid of that shit now and I I'm like, just admit that I'm a 40 waist and a 42 probably in most things, really. Yeah. And it's like, just fucking deal in that world. And also, I haven't had to put on pants with a waist in uh, no. six months. So I I'm feeling good. But I know that's because I'm not like out there seeing myself against other shit. Yeah. Hey there, high and mighty listeners. It's your old pal and host. John Gabris, a.k.a. the number one fuckboy, coming at you live from the High and Mighty Studios in a comfortable pair of Mack Weldon boxers. Yeah, I know. You hear me talk about how I'm a trunks guy or I'm a uh, briefs guy because I, I, I don't like the bunching that it occurs in my shorts with boxers, but I gotta say, Mack Weldon boxers are a dream to sleep in. I truly enjoy them, even in the cold L.A. months. I like to put on my boxers in a big-ass blanket and just stay warm. And you, too, can get yourself some Mack Weldons. Uh, they got all kinds of customized fabrics, 18-hour silver air knit X, dry knit, warm knit. They make, they're known for their underwear, obviously, but they make great socks. Um, oh, I actually literally wore to bed Mack Weldon boxers with Mack Weldon pajama pants over it, took the pajama pants off to go to sleep. I ain't sleeping in no pants, but their uh, pants are perfect for working from home. They look stylish, but are comfy as heck and have elastic waistbands, and that's all that matters. Well, do yourself a favor and get 20% off your first order if you go to MacWeldon.com slash high, H-I-G-H, and enter promo code high, H-I-G-H. Um, also, oh, this is the other thing I'm supposed to mention, Weldon Blue, which is Mac Weldon's totally free loyalty program. Level one gets you free shipping for life, which you're immediately enrolled in. 
Once you reach level two by spending 200, Mac Weldon gives you 20% off every order for the next year. Trust me. And uh, if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep them and they'll still refund you. No questions asked. So go to MacWeldon.com slash high and enter promo code high. MacWeldon slash high. Promo code high. 20% off your first order. Oh, no. What am I going to do for dinner tonight? The huge decision making process that's involved and then the shopping and then the measuring and the recipe research and the food waste and the garbage and, the uh, you know, getting out there experiencing public life. No, get yourself on HelloFresh. They cut out the stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can just enjoy cooking and get dinner on your table in 30 minutes or less. Um Cut down on grocery bills and food waste. Uh, since they deliver pre-proportioned ingredients, you're never overbuying. You don't have like, the hell am I supposed to do with the other 11 pounds of Swiss chard I got? I guess I'm drinking a Swiss chard smoothie for breakfast or something like that. No, it's even easier. And uh, you can eating healthier has gotten easier with uh, HelloFresh because they have low-cal, carb-smart, vegetarian, and pescatarian options every week. And no matter what you choose, every single recipe is packed with fresh produce sourced directly from farmers. Um, I highly recommend getting on HelloFresh. It's been a great experience, especially in the quarantine. It allows me to participate in cooking. It allows me, for me, and this is not true for everyone, but because it's a huge thing in our house, the main thing that HelloFresh affords us is the ability to not have to discuss what we want to eat for dinner that night. It's just let a third party, in this case, HelloFresh, just deliver us our ingredients and be like, great, this is what we're making. And if it's me, I got my fingers crossed that it's Gouda burgers. I, I hate to be stereotypical 40-year-old bro here, but the Gouda burgers are fantastic. I've always been a big burger fan, but oh, man, do you need to get yourself on that Gouda burger. So sign up for HelloFresh right now. If you go to HelloFresh.com slash 10HIGH, H-I-G-H, and use code 1010HIGH for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 10HIGH, HelloFresh.com slash 10HIGH, and use code 10HIGH for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Now we're in our late 30s, and in the last few years, mid-30s, and things are different when you're overweight. Like you're like people yes. your age who are healthy are having health issues. Yes, and you're like yeah. unhealthy and you're like, fuck, it's coming for me soon. Or yes. in my in our cases, it comes. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. someone has to tell you, a medical professional has to be like, this is why this is dangerous and you have this issue. Fucking you have now you really have to do and not like I hope I do it so I can meet a nice young lady and maybe get my dick sucked. And now it's yeah. like, I hope I can do this so I can like see my kids graduation. And I have yes. to start thinking about shit like that now. Yeah. That's, that's that, that is a lot of that has been like, which is in a, in a way this year has been good just because it's like a jail year and you're and it kind of has just put like the focus on like, Oh, I guess like just like dwell, like this has just been like a big year to, for people who like, are to dwell on the past or who dwell on their data, which I am, by the way, I'm a person yeah, who does yeah. that all the time. Every mistake I made, everything I could have done differently or anything like that. And then you're like, Oh, like when you're stuck like this, like the only thing to look forward to is tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it is like you have to look forward to the future. So that has kind of helped my perspective in some ways of being like, 
oh, in this like in this next year, but uh, like things will be different. And I'm I, like, I'm, I, I look forward to making changes. And I look forward to doing things instead of like being like, I'm getting it wrong today or I did it. I, I or like I did it wrong yesterday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that that is that's been that's been helpful to me in some ways. But there's also, also an element of for me, like the world being closed for a year makes me w- want to make sure I have another year on the end of this where shit yeah. is open and I get to do stuff. And it's like, well, there's only one way to make sure you have like, cause if you die at 54 and one year of your life was in quarantine, that's 2% of your life that, and that sucks. Yeah. But if you have to go a year of quarantine and you live to 75 and you get 20 extra years of fucking vacations and fucking around, then you know, that one year is not as big of a missing out on a year of life is not as big of a deal. And that's where my brain is at now. It's like, now I want to be able to do so much more stuff Cause I'm like, if you're looking at like the current quarantine as like a paradigm shift and you, yeah. you're done looking at the last 38 years of your life, it's time to start looking at the 76, not a bad year to go in my book. So let's just say we're at the exact halfway point. Yeah. How can we make sure that the back half down this hill is as fucking rich as possible? And one element will be health because we're at the age now where just being, being as overweight as we are for much longer starts causing and nothing like fucking COVID-19 and the discussion of comorbidities to really fucking wake your ass up to be like, I'm a fucking Tinder box. If I get this, you know what I mean? Like, no, that was, that was, that was, that was, I mean, like being home with my mom, I'm like, Oh, I got to look out for my mom. But I'm like, also you, you could just die. You know what I mean? Like I could get this and just cease to, to exist because I am overweight. And that, that, that has, that is kind of like, frustrating in 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 some ways with just like well i'll get into doctor stuff later yeah we can we can wait for doctors let's keep talking about this because there there's something here about this where i'm now well it's like i'm aware of my own mortality but more specifically Mm -hmm. my desire and ability to do things later in life like yes i I don't want to die young anymore like i I mean i never wanted to die young but i also i don't want to like i want to be able to do shit up until i do die and yeah. I just like think being healthy now will undoubtedly help you get like have more like making smart choices for the next two years might make my 60s and 70s way better. Yeah, no, for sure. I th- I think that there was like because like on on like weeks or make I- my 60s and 70s exist. Period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, def. I mean, I think that there's there's been days where I've been like depressed and like in the past and I've been like, ugh, I've, I've sometimes wished that that the toilet seat moment would happen on, on dark days that, so, you know, like this, yeah, that's obviously yeah. like dark depression days. And then I think that this year has made me be like, Oh, you want to live. And also like it did, it did do a kind of flip switch in my head where I'm like, Oh, like there's a lot of days where I'm in LA or whatever. And people will be like, do you want to come out to the bar? And I won't do it as much, which is in some ways good because you shouldn't go to the bar all the time. <laughs> right, but, right. But also like, <laughs> I think a lot of the times that I like haven't gone out and put myself out there because I'm thinking about like, I can't do that because of my weight and I can't eat this way and I can't drink this way because then the next day will be bad. But then also I'm like, well, like you need to figure that out because this, like you were saying that 2% time and I'm like, and I've spent more than just this 2% of, you know, this one year of, if I die at 54 or whatever, but like, yeah, I've spent more than just this year doing so like going home and just sitting on the couch and watching TV and not doing anything. So is everyone. Right. But right. like I've done a lot of that in my life and I'm like, like 
and when I haven't wanted to go out or like I haven't felt good enough to go out and I'm like, you need to get rid of that and that you should always be down to like go out and socialize and make yourself happy. And I think, right. well, that's what I was, I was going to jump in here and say, be like, cause you're discussing like, yes, going out to bars is triggering for guys like you and I, cause we don't want to drink that much. And yeah. then if we do drink, I want to eat and then I want to eat the next day and then I'm hungover and then maybe I don't mm-hmm. exercise and it's a slippery slope 100%. or so then I, I don't go to the bar, but then I don't wake up and exercise or eat super healthy necessarily either. Yeah. So you, but like, what do we want to stay alive for? We want to stay alive to yeah. not, not to go to the bar with our friends, but it, it fill that blank in with whatever it's like. Yeah. What are, what am I hibern- <laughs> What am I hibernating for? Yeah. I've been, I've been hibernating for, if I was a bear, this has been like, uh, it's yeah, been it's my time winter. to come out of the fucking cave, bro. But it, and <laughs> there, there is that vibe, right? Where you think about that with yourself, where you're like, well, I'm trying I get like that too sometimes where I'm like, well, I don't want to like focus too much on health because I want to live my life and enjoy my life. And it's like, yeah, I think you're going to do that anyway, Gabrus. Yeah. Like, stop lying to yourself. You can always carry 10% body fat and yeah. be way healthier than you are now. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, right. And it's got to be sustainable. So I can't just be this guy who's like, I'm either a fucking playing rugby and doing CrossFit or I'm fucking smoking weed and doing nothing else. It's like, I want to, I want to do both things. Both of them are unsustainable full time forever. Yeah. So I have to figure out what that mix is. And my mix is currently incorrect. It's too much in the indulgence territory and not enough in the, I'm quick quick to like forego healthy choices. Like, well, yeah, come on. I exercised yesterday. I could fucking blow today off, but I'm never like, Oh, I ate like shit yesterday. Better tighten it up today. Like I, yeah. I'm like, well, I ate like shit yesterday. Who cares about today? So I'm like this weird, I I'm too much making my own rules, but at the same time, I don't think I'll listen to anyone else's rules. So I need to find that like happy medium of something that's sustainable for me with yeah. like, and I don't, feel like i'm missing out on anything which i i would never do to myself anyway i would never give myself such a serious diet or restrictions or something like that yeah i i i i do the exact same shit as you know i mean like in that and and you know what i've always been like why did i row crew when it was just like felt like military school took up a ton of time and i just put the weight back on i was like i mean i enjoyed also it was like good to challenge myself but then now this year I've kind of been like, oh, a good like maybe it was good to have done that back in the day because now I like in my head I started to do 5 miles 5 days a week and I just do 3 miles per hour on the treadmill and I do a 3.0 incline and and by the way, which in the last 2 weeks I've done it twice and I've been doing so well. I had truly been doing it for like I had done it for like almost a month straight and then fucking holidays and doughboy shit and it's fucking fucked me up and i'm pissed off and of course like i could i could be managing my time better and that also annoys me i'm mad at myself so and for our listeners just so people you could also do one mile yes on a day when you're really busy you could just get on for eight minutes and it would be but because we're talking about these bad choices i'm the same way where my decision is like and i think this whole like i'm gonna walk five miles a day five days a week like you set that in your head. And if you don't hit that, then it's like, well, I don't have time. I would have, it would be like three and a half miles. So forget it. I'll just do, make sure I do five tomorrow. And then tomorrow. And then you're like, next thing you know, it's like, 
maybe I should just make sure I walk for at least 10 minutes every day. Yeah, and then yes. sometimes it's five miles and sometimes it's one mile. And then that's where I'm at mentally is where I'm like, I have to do something yes. all the time. Uh, and be- because I will choose lazy, I will choose laziness. Yeah. So let those happen when they're going to happen, but never, I should never be like, I don't have enough time to do all the stuff I want. So let me do nothing. Like, that's what I struggle with the most because I'm so extreme with like, oh, if I'm not like the hardest thing about me getting ready to exercise or be healthy or do anything right now is that there's no gym and the gym is like such a motivating thing for me. Like lifting weights, push, like trying to get my weight up, squatting, like all the shit I like and I can't, I don't have it anymore. So I'm feeling like, and then it's like, well, no, you have to walk or run or do push-ups. Like you have to like live. Long. Also, the gyms will open again, and are you going to be like, "Well, I'm glad I did nothing for one full fucking year in between"? <laughs> like, no, that's just like it's such dumb choices. Oh, I mean, I I I completely relate to what you're saying, and it's part of the reason I actually came back was to Quincy early was because there's a treadmill in my basement. In Quincy, <laughs> right, and, and and it's been here. I mean, it's an old shitty treadmill, but it's been here for a while. But I'm like, I will get myself on that. And the, and like I was saying, the reason that like I'm like, oh, maybe it was a good thing that I rode crew back in the day is because in my head I'm like, oh, I know what it took to get in shape back then, and now it's even harder, which it is, which we can get into too more. Which is just like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like harder to lose weight now. Fuck, I waited past that point where people like warned me. And it is fucking harder to like see any results, but yeah, we should have set good habits earlier on in life. Correct, but go- yes. but you but because you did crew, you're saying like you know what it takes, or you I know, know I, like yeah, I I know I know I know like the level. And so when I was first like when I first was like doing I was doing like two point five miles, and then I was like I can't do five a day, and then I started to do five five days a week, and I was like oh you can do this, like you can push yourself to that level. You just like don't want to or don't think you can. And 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 so that's kind of been eye opening. Not saying that like I do five miles very slow. It, it takes me an hour and 40 minutes. And that was like another thing, too, where I'm like, I don't have the time to do that. And then I'm like, but yeah, you do. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, do you're have- watching two episodes of Sopranos a night with your mom. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like- and I'm not saying that that is not beautiful, like important time. Cause I'm watching two to four hours a night with my wife. I get it. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying along the lines, it's like, that's the real shit is when it's like, uh, like when I'm like, I don't know if I have the time for that. And it's like, uh, what time is the podcast with Mitch? It's 2 PM. Okay. Well, it's 11 AM now. <sighs> I'm not gonna be able to do anything in between now and then. So I might as well just like yeah. <laughs> look at this comic book, play a little video games, lay over here for a little bit, re- look at Instagram, discover page shit. I, people I don't even know. And just like creep yep. on strange women exercising that I don't know at all. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing with my time? What the yeah. fuck? And it's like, you know, you need, I could have just said like, all right, 20 minutes. You just do like, some push-ups and some stretching, and then you can look at your phone for two and a half hours. Oh yeah, and it would be such a bet. I'd be so much better off, and I still don't always do it. Yeah, and no, I, not, same. I mean, at all, <laughs> right? <More so. laughs> I still don't almost do it ever. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I've got, I've, I've gotten, I've got, I have, I, I, it has been good recently, but I know how that goes. I know it goes up and down, and I know that I could easily be on the other side of it, but. That that I mean, like if you, being conscious of that is helpful. I think like just being like aware, 
that you can do those things and you do have the time for it. And I think that that's like something I got to bring back to me to California. And I do, I do kind of want gyms to open again because it is, it is good to like go to a place and do it. I think that's, that's helpful to like have a place where you go and do it instead of like having, cause when, it, when COVID first started, I was like, Oh, I'm going to just walk all the time. And I did walk, but then also you're like, just because it's around doesn't make you do it more. You know what I mean? Like just because you got to buy an exercise bike, it's not going to mean you're going to use the exercise bike. You have to still make the choice to put your shoes on and go outside and start yeah. walking. And which is, which is the hardest choice of all. And then I think that being home, like kind of does confuse that where you're like, Oh, I'll do it later. or I'm home or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I think that that is tough, but it's of course you're lucky if you have any sort of workout equipment in your home, that's huge. Right. But I, I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of excited to go back to the gyms. Like you're saying of like, I'll put my shoes on and go to the gym and be there. And I can spend fucking two hours there and not be in any rush to do anything. I'm a fucking actor and I record my podcast a couple of days a week. Right. And right. even if I have a fucking audition or whatever, yeah, sometimes auditions blow a whole day or two days, but like, that doesn't mean you can work on out on weekends, which I, that is the thing that I have to start doing more is like, uh, Mitch, you are stumbling upon something here. I give myself, dude, if, if you're about to say what I think you're going to say, it's like, I got to exercise on the weekends. Do you give, like, I give myself weekends off yeah, so as do if I. I don't like, this is the, uh, this is the only thing I have on the clock today is this and a self tape. I, yeah. That's like, that's five free hours, but I'm like, Tuesday's jammed. It's like, uh, well, you can work out on Saturday. It's like, I don't know. Saturdays kind of, I'm just like off on Saturdays, yeah. you know, I, <laughs> it's I, like, you want, <laughs> no, you're not, you shouldn't be off. I mean, I, I shouldn't be off on Saturday. Like if I you, think- if you happen to not exercise on like Wednesday through Friday, and this will, this will be what I do. And I, I'm not, I'm not trying to project onto you. This is exactly what I would do. No, I'd take not- off Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, no exercise whatsoever. And then on Saturday, I'd be like, have the time to exercise, but be like, well, it's my day off. I got to just fucking go get a breakfast burrito. You're and not, it's like day off. You didn't do anything. You don't earn, you didn't earn a day off yet. <laughs> you're not projecting at all. It's exactly what it's exactly what I do. It's the same exact shit. <laughs> right. There's right. no difference at all. And in fact, Saturday and Sunday are like my cheat meal day. So I'll like, I mean, not, not both of them, but like on the weekend I'll like, I usually try to do Saturday for like a cheat meal. Now when I'm back home, but that's the day I'll eat bad on top of it. So like, I need to just start it being on the treadmill. If if you got something to do, you can be productive or you can, you know, right. look. also you can watch a fucking, you can just choose a show that isn't the Sopranos. Yeah. That's like an hour long show. And you're like, or 44 minute show. And you're like, I walk and watch an episode of law and order. And then I get off. And then the next day I'm like time for my second episode. of Law. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I mean, that's, it, that's, that's the shit where I'm like, Oh, I'm supposed to watch all these shows and 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 do all this stuff and like read these books and i'm like well like that's you can do that on the treadmill you idiot like like i think that's something that i've been realizing since i've been back because i've been watching like and at the gym you know that's harder to do but you can do stuff you can do work on your phone you can do you can do other stuff and you also you can just do it at your own pace and that's that was like the thing where i was like when i started when i started to push it up to five miles which i feel good about and i'm like i can do five miles at three miles per hour at a 3.0 incline. And that burns a lot of calories and it takes me an hour and 40 minutes. Cause I'm going three miles per hour, but I'm like, go at your own pace. You're still burning calories, right? If, if you're reading books and shit while you're doing it, then that that's not that then you're doing another thing too. You're like, you're, you're, you're doing work or you're, or you're, you're enriching your mind in some way. Then like, that's great. 
Yeah, so, no, and that and that's like that's the other shit we're get we're that's the other shit we got to get into too is like mental health is like and mental acuity like I know my doctor uh we we're not at doctor shit yet but my like I have high blood pressure currently and I've tried in, tried doing going on like a light medicine for a few months and it did not help now yeah. I'm on like a different medicine but my doctor and we have the same doctor uh but we don't we go, to, we, we, we go to the same vet <laughs> we go to the same vet we go to the large uh large animal vet at the Griffith Park Zoo <laughs> <laughs> break up our fucking vitamin C capsules, blast them into our ass for us to keep us alive. So we don't get horse rot or whatever diseases guys our size get. Rhino nuts. <laughs> but uh he was like, you know, blood pressure is like one of those things where you don't feel it, but you if you have high blood pressure for long extended periods of time, that's what affects all gives you Alzheimer's, heart disease, yeah. heart failure, embolism, mm-hmm. strokes. And I was just like, huh? 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 And he's like, yeah. And so your best bet is like a low salt diet, uh, cardiovascular exercise, lose yeah. some weight. And I'm like, I know. And I want to be like, yeah, no shit. I got to lose some weight to help my blood pressure. Yeah. And then like his response should be like, oh, okay. <laughs> so do it then. And I don't, so I don't say it. I obviously don't go, yeah, no shit. But in my head, I go, you fucking knew this day was coming. Yeah. Why didn't you like do a little something to make it easier on yourself now? Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I went so, and now I'm like, I feel like I got to go start from like negative below scratch. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I have to start, you have to start eventually. Yeah. Th- th- there's so I, so I had like a health kind of scare. Uh, oh, this is the first one. But uh, because some some the so the other night we were decorating the tree, uh, the Christmas tree, and I, as we were doing it, and my mom and my mom was like, give my mom, my mom was giving me a hard time. We were like in a fight this night, which is the just the fact that I've been back for too long, which is fine. We get along <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty well, but I've been back for too long, and 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 we were gotten to like a little, and then so I was decorating the tree because I want I I went out and got a new one, like a lot a real one because I want to do a a real one for for the holidays this year because it's COVID and why the fuck not. So right, for I, was sure. putting up, I was putting up a tree and, and I was putting the, and she was like, you got to decorate it. So I was putting the lights on it and she was like wrangling the lights behind me. And then I was like, I'm going to uh, like go sit down or whatever. And she's like, what's the deal? And I was like, and I didn't tell her anything, but I truly thought that I was having a heart attack. Uh, <laughs> and it was, it was actually heartburn. Like I had, I had heartburn and my, like my chest was just tightening. And I was like, this could have, that could have just been like, it was a scary thing where I was like, this could have been a heart or this could have been a heart attack. It's just the fact that I ate jalapenos. Uh, <laughs> and, and like, and I was just having like tremendous heartburn. I drank, I actually drank a, a small can of Coke, which people were going to be like, that's what you did. And I'm like, yeah, that is what I did. But I started burping and I like started to feel good afterwards. But I like yeah, yeah. for like a couple of minutes there, I was like, what's going on? I was like, it's cold sweat. And I was like, fuck. And then I was like, oh, God, it's heartburn. Like, I realized it, like, after, like, five minutes. But, like, there was a stretch where I was like, am I going down right now? As I di- Am I going to fall into the fucking Christmas tree? Terrifying. And my mom's going to go crazy. As And, and so that, that, was, that was my less scary uh, health concern. The one that oh. happened before that <laughs> was that uh, when I, before I came back, maybe in August, there was a lump uh, that appeared on my abdomen. And then... I got back to Quincy and then another one appeared. And, uh, and so I went to the doctor, my sister's doctor, 
Um, and I talked about this on the power hour and, uh, uh, how she commented on my, uh, genitals being retracted, uh, <laughs> which I yes, later... of course, everything comes up on the power hour. We, uh, <laughs> we hold nothing back. I don't which... remember what we recorded at all. <laughs> I just God help anyone who listens, <laughs> which by the way, I followed up on was like, so retraction. And then basically it just meant shr- there was shrinkage, but also like, right, right. I was having stomach issues too. And, and on top of that, I was, I was just having like low sex drive my libido was fucked up like uh like you know how like a lot of men like wake up in the morning have erections like that just doesn't happen to me ever yeah. and so and so and so the, like there was like things like that and oh god i can't realize my, my mom can probably fucking hear oh dude you're putting upstairs. this onto a podcast where I don't, <laughs> she won't listen to this shit but uh but right but i don't i care less if my mom knew about my uh low testosterone than my fucking listeners although my mom <laughs> already knows and now also my listeners know because <laughs> i think we talked about it on the power hour too but i yeah but keep going keep going so uh, so so she but the, the, and, the, and so she was like you should get these you went to her so that she could use a little electrical charge to try to shock your dick out of retraction <laughs> right <laughs> try to get it to come out of the fucking That's like the do. like the sandworm in mandalorian it's like <laughs> tempt him to come out <laughs> they're trying Holding up a bag of fucking Cool Ranch Doritos to see if it fucking <laughs> slides out of the skin. They, they, so she was like, they found lumps. You, or they, you found they, lumps. They, they, they found they, they, and she like, she, you know, she felt the lumps, and she was like, oh yeah, those are lumps, and and she was like, we, we were trying to figure out what my stomach problems were, and it is tricky because I think it's a big guy, and then this, this definitely happened in the follow up. As a big guy, like that is the thing that they're like, well, you're big and you need to like figure that out. And which is true. And then it also is like frustrating because you're like, yeah, I know, but I know other big guys. <laughs> this isn't an issue. Like this is a real problem. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of things are solved from when you lose weight. So like it is, that is the issue with it where I'm just like, but like this isn't normal for me, even big guy me. And that yeah, and that, I've been and, big. I've been big for fifteen plus years. And yeah, this this is extra. This is bad on top of it. Help me. Like, yes, obviously. That's, and so that's like harder to say. But she sent me. She sent me to a doctor to to get these lumps removed. That was gonna have um uh God, what's it called? Uh oh fuck the 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 basically it's Gastric- a laser. Bypass? Gastric bypass. LASIK for your belly is what you were about to say. Because that's yeah, what I was, I couldn't think of it either. I was like, stomach LASIK was what I was going to say. It's like lapro, what is it called? Lapro. Lap band. The lap band surgery. No, no, no lapro. La, oh, fuck. I forget what it's called. Uh, but whatever. I was, I was going to go and have this surgery done where they were going to remove the, these two lumps. And I was nervous because I, like, uh, I, I didn't, I got, I got a CAT scan, a CT scan. And they were like, oh, and that's there's a like- stress. That's a stressful thing to just do, period. Yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Yeah. Even without the idea of like you're waiting on results that affect your health, like just the, the physical act of being in those tubes and shit are, are fucking horrifying to me. Oh, oh, it was it was I was I was I was very nervous that they would say because my stomach had been hurting so much and I don't even know what that was. Honestly, I still I mean, that's the the frustration. And in, in when you find out that nothing's wrong is that there's a relief. But then also you're like, but it, what is wrong? Uh, but oh, it was laparoscopic surgery, by the way. Yes, I didn't yes. even I didn't even have to Google through my phone for that. Um, but 
I was going to get laparoscopic surgery. Possibly they were, they weirdly, they were going to, you were going to, I was going to go in and then they were going to decide. I think it just depends on like the side of it, the size of it. So I went in and, and they, uh, see now I forgot another, what, with, 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 when sonogram with the baby, like, is that what they do with babies? Yeah. I um, got one on my testicles once. I did too. One, I, I got, one I got on a my testicular testicles. sonogram in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I I got I got a testicular sonogram because my one of my nuts was hurting, so I went in and got a. Uh, was uh, this recent? This was like two years ago, and so I was born with only one nut. Were you really? Yeah, and I had to have surgery when I was older to uh, have it drop. Oh wow! I did not know because it was it was just up to my up in my abdomen, and when I was like three ish or something like that. They had to give a, or maybe a little younger, they had to give me a surgery to get the other ball to drop into the sack. Wow. And, I, and without going into too much graphic detail, if I showed you my ball sack, you would be able to guess which one uh, dropped late. <laughs> Truly, they, they hang like that. I mean, I know a lot of us have irregular hangs so that they don't knock together like those desk pieces, but mine are like wildly... Mine is like a fucking semicolon. My nut sack. They like, <laughs> they're vertically stacked like a totem pole of testicles. Um, that's right. You used to out at the bar. You'd sometimes cough up the other one, right? Occasionally, yeah, yeah I'd be able to do that. cough it up and then bounce it down into my scrotum and have it come back. <laughs> like in Hot Shots, when he gets knee in the stomach and he pulls the walnuts out of his mouth, that shit burned in my head. <laughs> That well, that, that I mean, that was another thing too. Besides, like my stomach hurting, is I was also like, oh, my libido just feels like low, and I'm like, and like to a point where like where I'm saying like like oh, this feels bad for me even, which is yeah. probably probably not starting off in a good spot, but then also it felt bad for me, so I was like, but also you hear like two of the main things for men in their mm. li like libido is like testosterone and age, and like they all play together, and then you find out about like carrying extra belly fat is bad for testosterone production yeah. and and all of a sudden you're like oh fuck i'm overweight and reaching 40 and i'm having some fucking light fucking uh test light fucking uh peeps issues here yeah. i can't it's not gonna get better by accident yes exactly. like it's you're not like oh maybe it's just a slump you know what i mean like it's like yeah. no i have to start like and that's like not to just be the most basic cishet men ever but that shit is what hits men instantly is when you're like, yeah, well, you know, high blood pressure can cause this, 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 and this. And it's like, yeah, it's like, and like your dick might stop working. You're like, tell me what I need to do. I will yeah. do whatever it takes. It's like, wait, we just described, like, you know, it's like, if you don't do anything, we're going to take your kids from you and cut their heads <laughs> off in front of you and blah, blah, blah. You're like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, like, and then your dick might work slightly less good. You're like, no, it can't. <laughs> like, like, anything that gets anywhere near your dick, you're like, no, 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 not that. And it's like, that's the scary shit. And then it's like, I'm at that point too where my testosterone, I got like, mm. I went and got my test checked and it was low. And that's like something that's like, yeah. I'm like, is that something I need to take care of? He's like, well, you can do like some light medicine for now, but you have to make these choices in your life yeah. to like help, to help yourself as much as possible. And it's like, that's that. Well, that that's, that's, that's how, I mean, like I've talked about that before and like they're with the bigger guys, like already a member of the nub club or whatever, but like in this next year, I want to, <laughs> I want to, I do want to like try to date and, and find someone that I like, you know what I mean? Like I am, I, I do want to try to take those steps and it's like, well, like it's a, a hard step to take if like one, your doctor's talk about retraction and then all two, 
<laughs> you're having libido issues too. You know what I mean? Like but that, that is, I, I would, I would almost bet 75% of yours is in your brain. And it's like, you meet the night, you meet a nice woman. I do think you have a lot of weight, not weight. Like we're talking about metaphorical weight, yeah. metaphorical intensity attached to the idea of a relationship. You're like, when I was in college, I, I lost all this weight and I still wasn't getting girls. It's like so attached, but your weight has nothing to do with you yeah. getting women in your own head. Maybe. Yes. If you were skinny, like, but oh, no, I, you know, I mean that, that, that's a thing. I'm not even like, I'm not afraid of like, I'm more afraid of like, Oh, there's someone I like. And now like, I'm like, I'm fat and my dick doesn't work well. Like right, that, right, that, right. That, that, that to me is kind of like, I'm like, I don't, I don't want that to happen. Well, of course. also, and here we go with the chicken or egg or uh, self-fulfilling prophecy. If you know you're having dick issues, yeah. you're less likely to go out and try to meet yes, people or try 100%. to talk to you because uh, you just don't want to get embarrassed down the road or feel bad about yourself or you already feel bad about yourself and you're creating and you're like, well, then because the way you're talking about it, it's like, I would like to date in this next year. It's like, bro start now you know what i yeah, mean but it yeah. is like that it is that vibe where you're like i'm not physically ready and like it's just we're doing it to ourselves yeah i know and, and i know i think it's something that i have to like be working on myself like i don't think there's gonna be a point when i'm ready i think i just have to be like you're saying yeah do it now i mean yes of course i i i am but i also want you know what i mean like i i, I want to get better as a human being and be in a place where i feel good about myself and 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 so this year has been good to like think of things like that and like be like, oh, I want, I do, like, I do, like, th those are things I want in my life. So I, so I need to be like the best version of me. So like working out or getting on that treadmill is important to do every day. You know what I mean? Like, right, so uh, Mitch, you are uh, sorry to jump on this, but you're stumbling upon what, what it is. The things you want to do, and that's what is really hitting me with the health and fitness stuff. Is like, I want to just be able to travel and hang out at the beach and do stuff when I'm sixty and seventy. Yeah, and. At the rate I am now, don't know if that's possible. 30 years from now, will I like if I don't yeah. fucking start making some choices so that laying some groundwork now so that 50 and 60 or because I don't want to just be alive in 50 or 60. Like you're saying, like you want to be fucking well into your late 40s and 50s and 60s. You want to be fucking able to travel. I want to be able to get on a plane and not feel like disgusting the entire time because of my size. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I want to be able to like. Yeah go you know and do all this shit and it's like fuck the fact that i want to do it means now that exercise uh, even if i'm not a fitness guy or i don't want to get it's not about that anymore it's like if you if you want to date you want to be a better person it's like at this point for us it's integral that we include start including thinking about our health in a, on a more serious scale and not thinking on it in the way we have been previously like dwelling on it but like yeah. making active choices in the near in like starting today <laughs> oh for start, sure i mean start tomorrow i'm i'm off for the rest of the day i'm smoking weed as soon as we get done here <laughs> no but that that, that, sort, that sort of stuff has like and i'm like oh yeah like things have changed to the point where i'm like oh i've gotten to an age where like these effects that i'm feeling like obviously like maybe that's like the age i'm at this is just what's happening and 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 now things are different with the weight I have on my body and my body is acting, reacting differently. And so I went into, to, like I said, to, to get these things removed and the doctor looked at them and, and basically they, they, they did, is that what, it, is it called a sonogram? What is that? Is that what, what it's called? Ultrasound, sonogram. Ultrasound, ultrasound, one, ultrasound yeah, yeah. One of those. Yeah. So I got the ultrasound on it and 
they were like, oh, there's no blood going to like the the lumps, and so they're so they're benign, which was good news. And he was like, he's like, I don't want this to be insulting. He's like, we can remove them, but like if I cut you open, they're they're basically like it could just be like a collection of fatty cells together that formed this lump. And he's like, and that's also that's something that is genetic. So you're someone in your family probably has it too. And he's like, I could do that, but like, I don't know if I'd be able to find it. It would be hard to find it. And I was like, I was like, I, I was like, I, that wouldn't have been insulted by that. If you didn't say the insulting part, the, yeah. the thing, the thing, well, also if you didn't say like, I don't want this to be insulting. I don't right, even think give I you the front porch it. for it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Oh no. So I won't have them removed. So I, I did not have them. Remo- I didn't have them removed, but like, so that surgery is canceled now. That surgery was canceled. I, I was, I was, I was going to do it in like either because they could either either do it right there or then it could be like a more detailed surgery where they were like put me under and, and I didn't want that. And he said, he, the doctor was like, it's not the doctor actually said until they get to the size of like a Clementine. Right. Well, if they're, if they're benign, there's nothing you can do about it except yeah. it is just like aesthetic at that point. But yeah, I mean, you we're can, not, you can, we're not you, dying to get the, yeah. the, the thing that's wrong with my stomach aesthetic right now is not this like yes. weird lump or skin tag over here. It's, there's a lot, a lot more insanity going on downstairs, <laughs> which, which I can't even, I can kind of feel one when I, when I lay on my stomach, I also sleep on my stomach like a baby, but, uh, but, uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel them that often. So I, I said, no, I didn't get it. But, and that was a relief, but then also like it went back to the thing where I was like, well, now I'm also frustrated because like I've been having stomach issues and I've been having these other issues. Like I've been saying, like whether it's like, you know, sex drive or libido or anything like that. And, and, or like, you know, my heart hurting or her, yeah. my chest hurting or like all these other issues that I have. And I'm like, so like the thing I got to do is I got to just still fucking dedicate myself to like getting on that treadmill and, and still doing it and seeing if some of these problems re- re- resolve themselves. You know what I mean? Like there's no other you're way not gonna, to do it. It's not it. going to hurt. Well, you know what I yeah. mean? Like you're not going to undo any progress. So that's the fucking real heart of it all is like, you might as well just do it. Yeah. That's. And so, so I don't know if this is, I mean, we're always real on this episode, so that's good. But, but I, but I, I don't know if people would be too depressed to listen to it, but who cares? But, I've, I've, uh, I've started to, so Pratt's trainer, uh, Chris Pratt's trainer, he talked, cause you did a movie with Pratt. You did, uh, the tomorrow war. Yeah. And hopefully that comes out because you know, I'm going to want a fucking large popcorn and large Coke when I go and see <laughs> want, that shit. I want to be sitting right behind you. Unable to see the screen. Give me a huge <laughs> fucking head. <laughs> Sir, will you take your hat? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my, I'm sorry, uh, Mister the Snowman. I don't think you're supposed to be. Oh my god, you're Mike Mitchell, actor from the film formerly known as Ghost Trap. I'm sorry, Mister the Snowman. Why are you sitting on your head and your ass is in the air? <laughs> yeah, you have the reverse snowman body. <laughs> uh, so wait, you were saying Pratt's trainer said? Yeah, this guy Jared Shaw, who's a great guy. Um. He, uh, he's, he's been, he's, he, he, he got me on, a um, doing a bit of intermittent, fasting. intermittent fasting. And then I, I got my guy, Jason Lockwood, who's my trainer. And when I'm in LA, uh, he's, he's a good dude and he's, he's helped me out with some stuff and I'm going to still continue to go to him. But my thing is that like, I go to Jason usually three days a week. And then on top of that, I need to do my intermittent fasting, which, 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 uh, 
Jared has kind of introduced me to, which is which does feel kind of like I'm trying to just eat healthy enough. With the podcast, we usually have like one day where we still where I have to eat bad food, basically. Mm-hmm. But I also think that I'm always going to want a day where I eat some stuff that's not good for you because that's just something that makes me happy. Like, I know right, that's right. also a thing too, but you know that I can do that within some sort of limits and put like, you know what I mean? Like there's a way to do that and still be reasonably healthy about it all. Well, you can like readjust your life to a way in which new things seem like treats, like less stuff that used to be a treat stuff that you wouldn't consider a treat before. Like that's how I feel where it's like, I need to readjust where it's like, okay, a treat is having a few things from this place that you like and not like, four like three half treats a week and then on saturday you go real ham when i finally get to order taco bell or whatever it's like no 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 there's like a in between there we just reevaluate what like is a reward and it's like stanger said something uh one time uh on i forget maybe it was on dumbbells but i think it was on action boys where we were just talking about like and this he was explaining to some some person had offered him like a piece of cake and he was like no thank you and she was like come on don't you want this cake don't come on it's so good you would feel so good and he's like no thank you and he fights and fights and fights it and he goes i don't know how to convey to her that it's i feel better aka it's more rewarding and better if i don't eat the cake yes he's like and you're like oh that's not something i've ever even thought about is like the reward i'm getting from not eating this extra sandwich today is that the whole rest of my day and tomorrow are just a little bit easier to do. Yes. And I just don't I'll even give myself that. You know what I mean? Oh, no. And it was I- just a new way of thinking about something where I was like, yeah, there is like a positive to like stringing together a bunch of healthy days where you start to feel like you can actually elicit change in how you feel. Yeah, that's th- that. I would I would have taken the cake and eaten the cake for sure. I would have taken yeah. I would have taken Stanger's cake and eaten his too. Yeah, I would have been like, oh, if he doesn't want his, I'll have his. It's like you don't even like cake. I'm like, I know, but it's for free. And I'm, and it's like, but you have enough money to pretty much buy whatever you want food wise. And I'm like, give me a fucking cake, lady. <laughs> like that's where my brain. I don't and I don't understand why. I gotta go. It's to like, like a treat. Uh, it's like a fucking dog treat or something. Where like yes. you're so excited to get the little treat. Someone just takes it out and you're like when you're at someone's house and they have like a dog and they go to get the treat bag and like all the dogs or if you're another dog's there, they all are like, huh? And they like sit down like that's like me. Like someone's like, hey, we're going to order. And me and you are just like leaning into the living room. Like, what are we ordering? Oh, yeah, that place rules. We got to get two large. Mitch, you want to go halvesies on a large on one? We get an appetizer too. It's like, yeah, oh, fuck. And people are like, we even invite you guys over. Where'd you come from? That is that I've that that is a funny thing noticing like oh I'm gonna do like two sandwiches, two like no you don't need two sandwiches ever and I do two sandwiches all the time, uh like uh, if I'm at Wendy's I do like God my late night Wendy's order is disgusting. Dano yeah. get, Dano gets like you can do like four for five. Dano used to get like five four for five meals. <laughs> Jesus Christ so jealous king shit (laughs) uh i i fucking i walking is key that's all i'm doing these days also dano dano is my buddy in quincy by the way for the people who just i said dano randomly (laughs) right right (laughs) i'm sure if they're listening to this they know who dano is or if they don't know who you are they can guess who dano might be (laughs) 
I'm talking about Dano, uh, Wit Wiki from the Transformers movie, <laughs> Spike's son. <laughs> <laughs> just watched that recently obviously <laughs> on my mind <laughs> oh, no more shy is done for my friend time Ooh. to toss it in the pile bye Sh- bye <laughs> LaBeouf <laughs> more like bye LaBeouf <laughs> uh, um, but I, I need to get also a lot of the stuff I want to do when I get older is kind of weirdly physical stuff. Like I want to hike Machu Picchu. I want to learn to surf and I want to do this, that. And it's like, yeah. Oh, that's all stuff that like today. My back hurts yeah. like really bad. And it's, uh, it's affecting the way I move. It's affecting my mood and my back really only hurts because I haven't been taking care of my, I haven't been stretching or exercising. Yeah. And I went on a long walk yesterday after the first day of not doing anything for a while and carried some shit with me and it was like it fucked my back up a little bit and now i'm like in pain and it's like this is the shit i shouldn't be happening when i'm at 38 you know what i mean like I mean, it should be or it should be more rare yes it shouldn't be like oh dealing with my bad back of like the 60 year old man shit you hear about now i'm dealing with it at 38 well when i, think, I know what it takes to make it so it doesn't happen I, I that's think, the bummer i think that's me. sadly that even even like worse than that it's like i want to like ride like the mario kart ride in 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 super nintendo world in japan and it's like that also might not be possible this thing yeah. that just to fit in the bars they might let you go for free because they if you wear like suspenders and they think you're donkey kong or something <laughs> <laughs> if you wear a suspenders and a bow tie they might just let you they might be like he's too big it's like but that is donk that's the donkey kong let <laughs> mr kong your car awaits <laughs> And also to correct you in the nerd way, I just need to wear one red tie. I, I apologize. <laughs> I was thinking of Erwin R. R. Scheister, the wrestler IRS. <laughs> I mean, and that, that that's that stuff is. Like, but but uh, so, I'm sorry to pile on right here, but you're right, Mitch. Yeah. Like that's something you're not able to do if you're too overweight or if you do, it's not as fun or it's more embarrassing or you can't fully enjoy yourself doing it. Yeah. And that's. Like I went to Vegas with like Gamberling and Pally and all them. And they went to one of those like little wind tunnels where they like blow you up in the air. Like you're parachuting. Oh, yeah. yep. And I was like, Oh, it's just 225 pound weight limit. I'm a little overweight, but I'm like, I'm athletic. I can like handle it is. Uh, and the guy's like, it might just be you laying on the fan blowing full speed and like not <laughs> huh. in the air at all. I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I was Damn like, oh. it! Did all <laughs> but, those guys? Did all those guys do it? I think everyone, but Gamberling couldn't because his shoulder hurt, or maybe he did. I forget who else did it, but someone else couldn't do it because they they had a bad shoulder. Damn, Gamberling's uh, but, under under two twenty five, huh? Uh, yeah, uh, Gamberling. Uh, the last time I saw him, he looked good. He, he had dropped a few lbs. He's, he's looking. He's taking care oh, of. Oh, good. He, I, I, yeah, no, I, I, that, I, I'm very happy for him to be clear. That's, that's, oh yeah. That's, yeah. I, that's obviously news. you're not pissed. Like I'm, we're just jealous. That's all. That's a father of, <laughs> that's a father of two. Who's finding yeah. the time to like get his life in order and exercise. He's the you man. And I that's are a- childless adults. <laughs> I would like to do that fucking skydive thing. I just, two, in my mind, 225 is like, that's like a goal weight. And so I'm surprised that like everyone is just naturally under that weight. It's a, oh yeah. My goal weight is 250 i want to just weigh 250 and like just being 6'2 250 just sounds more like a linebacker rather than like 
I couldn't even get in a football uniform without hurting myself. And these guys are like, fucking, you know, bench press 405 for reps. It's like, it's okay to weigh 300 pounds if you squat 610. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this, this, this. So, my attitude, uh, as far as like how, like, I, I feel like I could get, like you were saying, I could get, if I was down there, I would feel good too. And I feel like I can get there. Like, I, my, my attitude going forward is like positive. I, I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like I'm doing some good things and obviously like it all depends. I think, I think next year it, it sh I should try to get like on mental health stuff. Cause I think that obviously like people say you can't even do it till your mental health is good. Yeah, so I need to get a new therapist. My therapist is not, I feel like is not like hitting, hitting me the way I think the first round of success I felt with my therapist was just the idea that I was going to therapy for the first time. And yeah. I didn't really like, you know what I mean? So now I'm like, I think I know more what I want out of a therapist. So I think I need a different one. Well, it's funny because you, because in my mind, you were like a big guy who embraces and have been big all your whole, your whole life. But then I saw some like high school pictures of you the other day. And I'm like, that's like a thin, I mean, like, and this is like, this is the curse of like, when I look back at high school pictures, I'm like, you weren't even big and you thought you were like the fattest and you were, you know, 200 pounds or whatever two like yeah. 215. I, I, yeah. saw, I saw a picture of you and you were, and you were, you were a thin boy. You were, you were a handsome, thin boy. You're handsome still, no matter what, but. Right. But that's the crazy thing. It's like my, like my best friend sent me a picture of us when we were in high school and he's like, dude, we used to call you fat back then. And I'm like in a tank top and I look fine. I just have little fucking a minus cups and a little bit of a belly. Yeah. And all my friends are just, you know, 17 and skinny. Like, and yeah. I'm like, I would like fucking cut my mom my mom's my like only living relative left and i'd cut her fucking head off to look like that again you know what i mean like and it's like back then i was getting roasted all the time and i hated the way i looked and yeah. I, everyone made, and i hated the and and then i realized like then i was in my 20s and when i was in shape at school people would, i was still like bigger than you know fat or fatter than people and it's like and then it's like oh i'm just not if i'm not gonna feel happy no matter what like yeah. uh, i might as well at least be unhappy and living longer or unhappy and the and the ability to like uh go on a hike with friends without it being like embarrassing you know what i mean that that is a crazy thing though because i it's it, it's almost like the like the the evolution of pokemon or something is like when i was in high school and i was big and i look back i'm like that was a tiny guy and i did still feel like i was gross and fat and then when i was in college even when i lost weight or whatever I still like wasn't comfortable and still thought I was too big, honestly. And then, then the final form, the last stage of the Pokemon level three that we're at now is like <laughs> full jigglypuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's fucking, it's it like, it's like, Oh man, the last stage is like the, it's the most distance from that. Like, like I didn't think that I would get even this big and like, and yeah, I mean, there was a time, at UCB New York, which puts me in my mid to late twenties where I was like two sixty five, but mm -hmm. then started going to CrossFit and uh, playing rugby and got down to like two forty, And yeah. 
265. And when I was 240, I was like, oh my God, 265. That was disgusting. I can't believe I was yeah. there. And and then as of like a year ago, I was 320. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, and and I'm like, oh my God. And it's like, and then I recently lost, uh, like a year ago, I recently dropped like 30 pounds of just really trying. I remember, and, yeah. And it got me under 300. Now I'm probably back up to like 305 or whatever. But it really was easier than it's like than I thought it was going to be to lose that like 30 pounds. I'm embarrassed yeah. with after having done it, what it actually took retroactively. Mm-hmm. And it didn't take that much effort on my part. Yeah, no, it's, it's the consistency thing is is big. And I think going forward and like I said, I've had a bad week. It hasn't been a bad full two weeks because this is this is the second start of the bad week. And Monday and Tuesday, I, I've done jack shit and I've done I've like gone out both days and recorded and shit and 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 obviously there is time and i mismanaged time that's another issue that i have but your preacher choir that's another thing I, and i think that also might be something i need help with in therapy of just like yeah how to how to not waste my time that's or good. yeah no, no. I, or maybe i need eight maybe i have adhd too like i'm you know i don't know i, I can't bring myself to focus on shit oh no me me neither i that, that's 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 a huge problem and that's probably something i should get checked out too but I think that just a better sleep schedule. I I got to get my apnea figured out because like I that's don't like legit fucking a sniper in a tower with a fucking target on your back. Like you can't yeah. you can't fuck with apnea. That's like real dangerous shit in the long run. In the long run, not I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just saying like that is one of those things that when you hear about, you're like, yeah, I have to get that under control. I I, I got to I got to I get a like even in the time that I like last got a machine. I was talking to the doctor about this because I was like, I have it. And she was like, oh, well, even in the time that like you got a machine, the machines have gotten better and like you could get one that's just through your nose because I was like waking up not breathing with the mask on at night, like the full mask on, which is like that shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? And, but right, that, right. that was happening. And and so and it was just like uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, I could deal with like if it's that sort of thing, if I like a thing that went on my nose and I wore it at night and that made me feel well rested and feel like I got s- sleep. That's like a huge difference because I'm just thinking about it right now. Like. I'm exhausted right now. I feel so tired. Yeah. And it's 6:30 Eastern. It's 6:30 know? Eastern. And like my sleep schedule is just so fucked up, but I think that and mental health are, are big going forward, but mostly like that guy Jared and my other my other trainer who I'll work out when I'm back in LA, but Jared just told me with intermittent fasting I'm I'm going from 1 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. is is cuz cuz I I do have a tendency to eat later. And so that's my big thing is I got to like, I got to not eat so late at night. Yeah. And, and it's usually, even if you go past that, he's like, it's just, it's the 16 hours off or whatever. And, and to not go to sleep three hours before, I mean, three hours after you eat last. And so that, that is what I'm trying to do. And I'm just trying to have healthy meals. I'm, I'm using freshly right now, which are like, I wouldn't call them like diet food, but they're like 400 calorie dinners and stuff like that, that are like, not too bad for you. So like, like kind of low calorie and, and lower fat stuff. And then just trying to like eat raisin bran or, or Greek yogurt or, and, and just kind of like healthier things. So that's, that's, and, and fruits and veggies. And so that's like what I'm, that's, that's like what I'm trying to do uh, moving forward and trying to do that, the, the five miles. And that to me is the biggest thing. And something did just click with me recently where I was like, Oh, you can do this. You can do five miles and you can do five miles. If you do three, three miles an hour at, at with a 3.0 incline 
what else are you doing that's better and you can look at your fucking phone when you're on there so like there was something you're that- gonna do that anyway right you might as well yeah. just be walking while you do it and and truly you just have such a high bar set for yourself doing three miles at a three percent incline 100 every day is is going to be a great it's going to be a great victory and that's that's what i i'm i'm at like that thing where i'm trying to just do the lowest possible thing which for me is walking and i'm like all right I have to go to CVS to pick up my blood pressure medication. Why don't I walk to CVS and back? So it's like yeah. a mandatory exercise that gets me like a you know a nice two or two and a half mile walk uh, during the day. Yeah, and it's like that's the minimum of what I need to be doing. And I'm just I'm not even doing that every day. Like yeah. today, I might have to try to go for a walk after we get off here, but I also have to start memorizing lines for the self tape tonight. So more than likely. I'm not going to do either. I'm not going to go on the walk and I'm definitely not going to work on my lines. I'm going to just be facing the page when we shoot later with Tiff and I'm going to send it off, not hear back and then be like, okay, well, yeah, of course I didn't get it. God, fucking <laughs> auditions. Uh, by the way, that was the reason I didn't walk yesterday was a self tape. We're probably are self taping for the same thing. Is it the neighborhood? No, it's not the neighborhood. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> But I also, this is not right for me at all. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> I like, I like, uh, I like, I like that you are like, uh, you make it sound, I book like one thing a year, by the way, <laughs> which, which, which let, let's be fair. You book two to three. I book one to two. And that's just enough for me to be jealous of you forever. <laughs> You're the funniest. Dude like, that's in- all that matters is like, all that matters is like, so if someone has just, uh, you know, I can have a fucking 2019 fucking uh, mint condition Jaguar. If you have a 2020 Jaguar, I'm like this motherfucker over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying this to I, was, I said this on the final episode of Doughboys of this of the year, not the I final one. <laughs> you already wow <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> but, I, but I was saying to Weiger, I was like, I was so frustrated. I mean, I was telling him like he should keep doing stuff in entertainment because he's a funny person and he has a gift and, and he's, I mean, he's such a funny dude. Truly one and, of the funniest. Yeah. And he's, he's so funny and he's, a, and he's a great and, writer. Insanely he, hardworking. Yeah. yeah <laughs> which is yeah. like even more important. <laughs> he has skill. He has skills as a funny person that I don't have. I mean, like, and I'm sure he would say the same about us, but yeah, he, but he, he has a skill as a writer and he's so funny. And like, I'm like, you're, you're like, you're, you're, you have a gift to give people and you should do it. And then I, we were just talking about, how we recorded the holiday special, which you were a part of and very oh, funny. Yeah. And, and I, out and, now, out now on uh, Patreon, uh, get, join the golden plate club and listen to Weigard, the, <laughs> the annual Doughboys Do Christmas special. The annuals Doughboys mess where Gaber saw me like, uh, basically losing my cool 20 times over. Um, but love it. I've seen you lose your cool <laughs> thousands of times. I, I think I lose my cool maybe every time that we talk, but <laughs> But uh, I was just saying, like, man, it's so frustrating that I know, like, that whole special, all the funny people in that special, Suss and I were, Susser and I were talking about it. Susser was like, it would be so great to just make a show with these people. I was like, yeah. And, and the, like, all those funny people should work more than they do. And that Hollywood fucking sucks. And it is stressful. And it, and, and it is, it is hard. And I think that, I think that people get the, Get are too right, like they're too on point with it sometimes, and then they're also don't get it at all when they're like, "You're an actor, you could be do like you could work out every day of the week in it," which is right. But then there is also a side of it where you do have to drop everything and do something on like a yeah. on it, and that does suck. And it will just be like, 
sometimes that's two days or three days where it's like you have an audition in two days and then you have to learn these lines in the next two days and do a good job and then you have to drive out to santa monica on the third day and it's at 5 p.m. and it's your and so this is your day. So like your next three days. God, I gotta get your agent. They give you like a two day heads I up mean, about a fucking audition. Uh, My team is always like tomorrow 11 a.m. Calabasas, yeah. uh, 14 pages, <laughs> non-union. And you're like what? <laughs> I mean that is also the other side of it. That, I mean like a lot of the times it is just within a 24 hour window, if even yeah. 24 hours. But, also, I think. It, we we got to roll mental health into this too because I my, yeah. this business is like destroying my brain oh, yeah. and like and and my self esteem and my confidence like on a regular basis mm-hmm. and then you got and especially now without live performing to feel to get a little juice off like I still got it people laugh at me like you know, know. what I mean I'm just home with my wife who's been with me for 18 years she doesn't care about my jokes anymore and then I just record podcasts and I'm like I hope people like them and. And then you don't get any, then you do an audition. You don't book it. You're like, everyone does hate me. I am a piece of shit. Why should I exercise? I'm a fucking dumpy fucking cunt. I should just sit here at home crying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, you make a great, uh, I, the pot, our uh, Doughboys is no improvising. I haven't, I haven't gone up on stage and improvising fucking forever. Right. Yeah. I mean, what I question whether I can do it anymore. I like, uh, and Hey, I'm not a part of the, of the bang, bang cast of, (laughs) Not yet. Hey, 2021, big big swings for Mitchie Two Spoons. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know. If, <laughs> and I know Scott listens to this podcast. So I'm just yeah, not going to say anymore. <laughs> I know Scott can name my podcast off the top of his head. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I am, I am kind of like, oh man, yeah, that 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 muscle. Speaking of muscles that don't that haven't been worked out, that my improv. Yeah, speaking muscle. of the atrophying of muscles, I I gotta say, in 2020, I'm starting to feel like maybe I'm not an actor. You know what I mean? No, I. But that, but think about it. I don't miss acting at all. Yeah, I yeah. miss comedy. Yeah, and I miss doing comedy. I'm enjoying podcasting. I'm finding success doing. Pod- I think I'm gonna just like try everything there is in the entertainment business while this is all get uh, as many things going at once and just end up being like a Twitch streamer, podcaster and editor or something like, you know, so which, weird. which could, that is enough to, you know, that, that could be plenty and, and you could be happy doing that and make plenty of money. But my question totally. to you is, do you not like the process of getting the roles? Like when you get the roles, you enjoy acting. Yeah. But even, I've the last few times I've done it, and I think it's again mental health shit. Mm-hmm. Is like the last few times I've done it, it was so anxiety ridden being yeah. on set. You know what I mean? And to be fair, I think the main thing is like a lot of the, and 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 maybe this is an excuse, but I do just think I'm being fair to myself. I'm frequently only working one day on something. Yeah, you know what I mean? And it's like one day every couple of months. Yeah, and you have like this weight in your head, and then you show up, and you're like so overwhelmed and then you watch it and you're edited down to almost nothing and you're like that's because i sucked and not because shows have to be 21 and a half minutes like all this stuff and like and it's like just stresses me out more in the long run than i'm like did i even do a good job there like i don't know and like yeah i'm at the level where i know a lot of the people who work on these shows that i get booked on it's like if i didn't do a good job would they tell me even you know like yeah 
And then that's when you realize you're just in like a, a slump of self-esteem wise where you're like, I have a feeling everyone at Brooklyn Nine-Nine is talking shit about me behind my back. You're like, okay, you've lost your mind. There's no way they, no, <laughs> they're they concerned love you on at that all. Show. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they either love you or they haven't thought about you. It's not, no one is sitting around like, I can't believe he was in the finale of the season that aired, you know, that aired uh, 13 months ago. No one cares. Yeah. But that's the shit that you get in your own head about. And it's like that's that is the side that people definitely don't know about of, of the fact of after you do something is like when someone actually when people actually see a lot of these things like they you you it's been months since. Right. Oh, yeah. I thought you were frozen because you were you, you were you kept such a good so pose bored. there. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I know that's yeah. A lot of people don't realize that it's like you shoot two things and like, and you're just there and you're waiting to hear back about how you did and you don't, and then it comes out and like mm-hmm. they don't tell you it came out and you're like, is that a, a reason? It's like, oh, uh, like, and I I just don't think I've done it enough to feel comfortable doing it yet. Does that make sense? And it's making me think that after quarantine's over. I need to start shooting like way more of my own shit. Yeah, that's so good. that I so that I'm like less scared when I get to go do a fucking day on the neighborhood or whatever. Well, I think that I think that that's good. Anyways, you shooting your own stuff because you you're well, it will be funnier than a lot like basically everything out there. But on top of that, I think that that you do do a good job, and I think that that is like I think that those head games are something that like the best people in the world have had. You right, know what I mean? Right. So it's like. But I, but I, I'm but not going to use anyone's names, but I've had conversations with people who are more, way more successful than me where they feel the same exact way. Or course, they're like, yeah. I'm wondering if people even like me anymore. And it's like, no, they definitely like you, sir or ma'am. You're a huge blah, blah, blah. That, that's, that's, that's the issue of like you do something in this industry and then you're like, this is maybe a thing that I've done that now maybe I'll just be a person that they hire. And then that like that seems to have never happened in my life. I don't think I've ever gotten to the point where i where i feel that way or whatever but then also to put this uh, you probably have something to say about it but to even put it back onto food is this thing of like when you do when i when and when i do something like this or like when i've stressed myself out with an audition or i've done a good audition i feel good about it or i booked something or anything a lot of the times i'm rewarding myself or even if i'm just like exhausted from doing it all day I'm rewarding myself with food because it's like a thing that makes me feel good after putting myself through all this stress. You know what I mean? Like it's something that is like, okay, I did all this shit, but now I'm going to take a bite of this fucking cheeseburger and this is going to be like some sort of reward or make me feel better. And that is hard. That is a hard thing to break. Yeah, it's hard. The rewarding yourself with food is pretty crazy. Yeah. And I do the same thing and and I I reward myself with food and I cope comfort myself with yeah. food i do it all it's it's embarrassing yeah and that that's that's all i was thinking is like it's that same shit and it's inconsistency and that's what is missing in my health in my fitness life too is consistency it just need need to do more of all of it yeah and well i also and think- i'm lazy it's consistency against my laziness well i think there's a thing of like this the, the like i've said i've been bad the last couple of weeks and i'm like why have why have I been bad the last couple weeks? I'm like, oh, I'm stressed because there's like a lot of Christmas stuff to do, which is like that's the holidays and you can't. And then I'm like, oh, I'm also like I've been recording podcasts and stuff like that. And it's like you have control. You know what I mean? Like you have control over what you your schedule and what you say yes and no to. And like it's that sort of thing of like you're hitting you're hitting way too close to home right now, Mitch. I feel so beholden to like schedule. I'm like, I have to say yes. I got to do that. Oh, fuck. I, I can't believe I have to do this tomorrow. OK, so 
And then we I'm like, did it to you for a couple days just recently. We did it to yeah, you. It's different with you guys, but yes, same thing. And then like, I'm asking you to do this podcast and I'm, I'm trying to get ahead now. We're recording this in uh, mid December. This comes out in uh, early Jan just to have the holidays off, but I'm like trying to write something right now. And I've set up my schedule like th- the last like eight weekdays mm-hmm. where I have like something at 11, something at like two or three ish. So I get no like real stretch of time. Cause I need like five hours of a, uh, a brick of five hours to write for a half hour. It seems like at least at this, at my current going rate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought you just froze now. <laughs> We're both just <laughs> each having small heart attacks. <laughs> oh, ah, sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, we, you're, you're hitting on stuff that I, that I, that I feel the same way with. And I'm like, well, like for stuff like that, you could always ask for help with it too. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's where my mind is going where I'm like, maybe I should just ask or, you know, like I have the luxury of maybe like asking someone to help me with it or, or even like, paying for someone to set me up a schedule or whatever, but that's even just a step. If, 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 if it gets to the point where I feel like I couldn't, I can't get a hold of that stuff, but I, I think it's that sort of thing in my mind. Now I'm like, well, like you should be able to make at least two and a half hours of your day work for walking or doing any, and like, you know, you, that you look at your phone, at least you look at you, I, the time you look at your phone, it could be seven hours a day. And like, auditions and all that stuff that's out of your hands you can't control that like uh, so you can't even think about it if it happens then it's going to take up a day of your life and that's it or whatever and then right the next day if it's a saturday then go use the gym like it was a friday you know what i mean like i think that's just kind of what you have to do i I think i think what we're talking to about getting work done this kind of hits there too because it's like i could write on a saturday i'm like oh i need five hours unbroken now i'm in a different I'm in a situation currently where I'm like living on Tiffany's schedule because um, she's busy Monday through Friday. So like on weeknights, I want to hang out with her on on weekends. I want to hang out with her Yeah. Uh, because I, we're not really hanging out that much, but we're also at like month 10 of the quarantine. I feel like I could be like, I need four hours in my office on Saturday. Like I just yeah. need to get work done. It's like, Oh yeah, that's, and it's not her. Like if I said that to her, she'd be like, "Yeah, okay, go ahead, do what you got to do. I got to do some shit anyway. That's fine." Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I also want Saturday off with Tiff. I know. And then it's like, but what do you really want? Like, I, I, I gotta just if I'm not gonna do it during the week, I gotta keep giving myself more time then, yeah. or get it done, and then Saturday can be completely off. Yeah, it, it's it is, it's it's always like a balance of between like being too too soft on myself and then being too hard on myself. Like I'm never. Yeah. I'm sure there's people listening, by the way, we should just say, cause we were, so we count as self-aware. I'm sure there are people who are listening who have like kids, a full-time job and are str- struggling to get their schedules. We know we are in these like weird cush things where we can make money talking on microphones a couple hours a week to yeah. like stay alive. Yes. I understand that. But we're, we're this is about us right now motherfucker sorry you know yeah well I, I, i'm sure that's <laughs> if you don't want if you didn't want to have kids why'd i recommend being 100 pounds overweight <laughs> <laughs> well i also think that like retract that little bad boy <laughs> <laughs> wind it up like a fucking tape measure <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say the best form of abstinence is retraction <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what they teach in Catholic school. <laughs> Just keep eating host until you're big enough that your fucking dick retract. That's well, I, I, I like that's why that's why I was like, oh, you like my suggestion to you to like maybe pay for someone to help you out with a schedule. I know that a lot of people can't do that. And like, like I'm saying like, that's an extreme yeah. measure, but I'm just trying to think of anything. And I, and, and, and I, and I also to defend us a little bit, um, is, is that sort of thing of like, yeah, I know that people like we talking to Mike, but like you have a life, you know what I mean? Like you have other things that you have to do. It's not, that's like, like uh, people boil that down too easily and are just like, what else you could do a lot. of, And it's like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I'm always doing. Like, I am lazy. right, right. I, yeah, I'm not gonna get into like the fact that like you know you gotta run your house. You gotta like, yeah. yeah. There's tons of shit going, and not to mention all the stuff that goes on as part of being an actor that isn't even auditions and yes. booking bookings. There's like so much other bullshit going on at any given moment. Yeah, but I but I honestly for this year I I kind of feel hopeful. I mean, I guess probably a lot of people feel hopeful, but I I, I do feel hopeful on that. I'm like. I do think I'm going to lose some weight. Like I do feel positive about it. And like, look, I have bad habits. I still have bad habits, of course, but I'm like, I'm falling into some areas where I like am feeling good. My next door neighbor said that I was looking good the other day, which was nice. Uh, Feels Patty, good. Patty Stern, she has COVID or had it. So I, it was from 20 feet away and that's all. She's like, you smell great. <laughs> <laughs> But she but, has COVID, so <laughs> can't judge her by her sense of smell. But <laughs> but but I I am I am feeling good about it, and I am like I I'm taking it one day at a time. I I think that being here has been also been good just for eating habits because I I'm under the I'm under a roof with my mom, and my mom is just like and your mom's is, aware because you've talked to your mom about your health issues, so yes. she knows like you can't be getting fucking deliveries and running around and also yeah. because of covid you're not out at bars where she doesn't know what you're doing and stuff like that so yeah exactly and so good. so that that is that 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 is that's helpful but then i mean like i'm like i said i still am sneaking stuff every so often but she knows like if there's been like a day where i've had a bad day the next day she's gonna give me shit and it's annoying a lot of the times but i'm like oh it's good to have someone call me out it's and good to have someone who just to help to help keep you on track it's important for and sure, like, yeah. We should just I mean, we are sort of that for each other, but we can take it more seriously in 2021. Oh, 100%. I mean, like I do just think a thing of like dedicating two and two like even just saying dedicating 3 hours to f like fitness in a day, it's not even really that much time in your in your day. And, and three, when you used to go to 3-hour improv rehearsals and improv classes, exactly. you realize that you can have a and honestly, you only need an hour. Yes. Like you could just dedicate one hour of your that's, day. That's what I'm saying is like, if you put aside three hours and then you do two hours, which like, if you get two hours done, I think you're done. You can leave. You know what I mean? But right, like, right, right. But if you just like, if you just have like, all right, in this three hour window, I want to go and work out. You can make right, that I do work. something for an hour in three hours. You can fucking make anyone could do that. Whether yeah. it's walking, swimming, fucking stretching for one hour, just Shit that I don't even do. Like when it's not like, oh, I didn't exercise today. It's like I was only able to do blank. If I don't exercise a day, it means I did physically almost nothing. Yes, that's that is that is another. That's the same. And that's like I a have. that's kind of a little bit of a problem overall because that's like, it's if I don't make the move to exercise, I get and especially in quarantine where I'm like not walking or doing anything. It's like not, don't have anywhere to be. I'm just like, oh, I. 
there's a good chance today, Tuesday, December 15th, I don't exercise at all That's or, or, you know, move really. <laughs> my number of steps, I'm going to have like, like 40 steps total today of specifically today, but I'm like, that's, yeah, I'm going to have like 10,000 yesterday, then 40 today. It's going to be like get, average out. Just do 5,000 two days in a row. <laughs> that's that's uh, coming coming back home. It has been good in a lot of ways. And when I was first here, I was like, out. I would walk outside and that was great too. And because I have vitamin D deficiency, the doctor also told me. But uh, uh, shit, well, get your ass back to California come January. Yeah, I know. I, I, and that's strictly like I'm not going outside enough. But <laughs> yeah, like, right. I, like it's like it was happened in California was the issue. But like. <laughs> But like, just like, oh yeah, like I'm going outside and I'm getting sun. Like that was helpful. And then when I moved over to the treadmill, I'm like, oh, I'm on my phone and I'm getting stuff done on my phone. And like, I shouldn't spend too much time on my phone anyways. Cause I think that gets in the way Weiger does. Weiger now does Sundays with no phone. He doesn't, he doesn't even pick up his, he turns, he puts his phone in a drawer on a drawer, a draw on a, a drawer, a draw. He puts his phone. I can't say the word. Don't get me started. It's draw. Uh, but that's not how you say it either. Drawer. He puts he puts his phone in a drawer. Drawer. And oh, then while we're talking about our more healthy and responsible podcast partners, Ben Rogers got something like that too, where it had a timed lock where he could put it in for one hour or two hours and not get his phone. Or yeah. now he, now he's like you know mentally developed enough that he doesn't have to set a timer on his lock. He could just put putting it in the drawers enough that he doesn't go fuck with it. Yeah. And that might be something I need to do. Cause I, I have light screen addiction. Like when I, when I brag about not being on my phone, it's like during the day when I'm sitting at my computer, Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. I was barely on my phone today. I mean, yes, I looked at fucking zoom or Twitter or, youtube or amazon all day long but yeah that's i mean same 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 exact thing and so well let let's let's in 2021 let's just fucking let's help each other out here 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 here's my low-key goal not low-key i'm gonna just put it out here now i want to be in better shape on my 40th birthday than i was on my 30th birthday that's a great goal by design by my 39th, 38th, 37th, 36th birthdays. I'll be healthier than all of them. <laughs> I, I'm just going to use 30 as like the example because people understand what that sounds like 10 years younger. But I want to be, I want my 40th birthday to be like I'm at my healthiest than I've been in a couple of, like in 10 plus 20 years or whatever. That's a great goal. I th- yeah. I, th- I mean, I, I, I feel the same way. I, I'm thinking. Because 40 is like a, 40 is like a fucking tent pole number. You know what I mean? Yeah. 40 is in your head. Like when you're, when you become a 40 year old man, that means something else. You know what I know. I mean? I'm still a baby. I, I, I feel like such a fucking little baby boy piece of shit. So same. I, I, I when's I, your birthday again? May? October, October 6th. October 6th. Oh, right. Just passed. You just turned 38. Yeah. I just turned 38. Not a couple months ago, but yeah. So not bad goal is like try to be healthier for your 40th birthday than you were for because like that puts you at what 2022 yeah October 2022 doable mm-hmm. January 2022 it's doable it's far enough away yeah I I, I that that is that that's that my- can that can that can have sorry that can have full on three different four week backslides in it and still be <laughs> an improve you know you know what I mean like you can have 12 weeks where you blow it off that still leaves you with 50 weeks where you get it right. It is like crazy. Some, it, it is crazy though that a year just feels like so, so like as time. I mean, it just feels like next year just feels like nothing now. Like uh, like time is going by too fast, I which feel, is terrifying. We've we've been able to like zoom out and look at the calendar where it's like I guess Christmas is happening in the quarantine, and it's like seeing it like that, you start to realize 
how easy it is to exercise 100 out of 300 days or whatever. It's real. Yeah. Like there's just so many days and time just moves at such a weird pace. It's like, I could have fucking done some shit by now. God damn it. You, you, you know? did. I mean, I, 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 I feel I coming out of going into next year. I feel pretty positive in some ways about this. And then frustrated in other ways, but that's okay because the frustration is going to happen. But for, for this next year, more so for me, there's a couple things, mental health, and then also just keeping up just the consistency and trying to like get myself to do a couple hours every day and, and, and also keeping my food to like a normal thing, still enjoying myself and eating stuff sometimes, but not going, not going too crazy on a, on a weekly basis. I was ordering so much delivery and stuff back in, in LA. And then finally, I think, I guess still just probably just like, Getting myself on the damn scale. Yeah, I think you got, I mean, I think you first did this in 2018, right? And you hadn't weighed yourself yep. yet. You hadn't, cu- yeah. I think it seems as though this some, is something you need. You don't have to tell anyone the number you saw. Yeah. You, I, you could just, you might just have to do it so that you go like, maybe you do need like that fucking scared straight prison moment where your scale is like 331, bitch, get yeah. your fucking shit together. Like yeah. maybe you need to hear that because I, we, of course we have scale issues. Yeah. <laughs> like I have scale issues. I have chin up bar issues. I have stare issues and they all stem from being like 10, you know, and yeah. hearing about that shit. Uh, also while I'm talking about being unhealthy, all of a sudden I get like a ringing in my ear. I'm like, Oh fuck. I'm having, a- <laughs> <laughs> that's how being fat, the final being fat should end is that we would just both fucking it's like it's a 66 hour episode it's just the the job (laughs) i i'm weirdly i'm weirdly going into this one more positive than i have and because a couple times when we've done it like i haven't i think that i've always tried to be positive towards the end of them but i i I am feeling better right now like i feel like i can do this but i but there is still just a lot of work to do so i I was doing so good in April and May of the quarantine. Like I was truly exercising like five days a week. I was like doing better in quarantine than I was outside of quarantine. Yeah. And then it just like felt like that thing where I was getting results, but you weren't getting like the benefit of them because you're not seeing anyone and you're just kind of like alone and like, you're just kind of like running by yourself and like you start to feel like insane. And I'm like, Oh, I could just do that. It's December now say we're in quarantine, like, you know, say we're not fully open till the summer, January to the summer. I could like surprise people when we come back out. You could like learn a language if you wanted to. I mean, like there's right, right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's, it is so long and I, I've just blown the last four months, quote unquote blown, but like, that's all you got to do is the last four months are over. Yeah. It's now it's about the next three months, the next one month, the next two weeks. That's what I need to do is like not look back on quarantine and say, I blew it. And just look back on what's going forward and be like, all right, we got to get some fucking shit done here. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm 100% with you. I, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic about this next year, but also more so I want to like, I think everyone feels this way, but I want to live more. And then by, by living more means like spending time on the treadmill two hours a day and, and putting in that effort that's living more too you know what i mean so that is that like literally doing that will help you live more yeah exactly <laughs> like, like literally <laughs> and then and, and in, in turn that is going to make me more likely to like go out and see people and be happy 
going out and feeling good about myself. So this- and then the, if you're going out and feeling good about yourself because of you're taking all these actions that we're talking about here, feeling good about yourself is going to make you your most attractive version of yourself. No matter what you think in your head, whether it's figuring out the haircut, getting your uh, vitamin D up, whatever you think you have that to solve. To I'm telling you, once you're feeling good about yourself, that's to bring it all the way back to one of the first things we said here. That's when you are a big guy out for the night and yeah. not a fat mess leaving his fucking, you know, leaving yeah. the fucking dungeon he belongs in, which That's- is like the two headspaces I could be in. Yeah. And if we're hitting the treadmill for a couple hours a day and uh, intermittent fasting or getting your walks in, getting your kettlebell swings in and you're eating cleaner, you're getting your sleep and you're drinking your water and you're only getting wasted one or two nights a week instead of three or four. That's when you roll out and you're like, I'm Mike the big guy Mitchell. I'm John <laughs> Bluto Gabris. And I'm not and we're not like fucking typhoon and earthquake and are gonna die at forty four or whatever. You, you know, know what I mean? You know what? That's when detraction happens. And we can't be yo, twenty twenty one, no more detraction. <laughs> no, no. Twenty twenty one, no more retraction. Retraction, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah, detraction is the good stuff. Uh, 2021, all about the detraction. In 2021, <laughs> me and Mitch can promise you this. Our dongs will drop. <laughs> 2021, the year of our fucking schlongs. <laughs> it's finally going to come out. <laughs> finally we're gonna have the mandalorian is gonna fucking learn learn out this is the way <laughs> like my dick could reach my zipper to even come out of my pants if i wanted it to <laughs> mitch this this really did make me feel it was as every this podcast is the most uh you know self-interest based podcast ever it's like solely for me Mm-hmm. And then this episode in particular is like, I just want to talk to Mitch about what I'm going through and what he's going through and just, and then hopefully some people can get something out of this, but mostly I wanted to kick off. And I guess I should have said this earlier in the episode, but I'm thinking January is going to be motivation month here on high and mighty. And I'm going to be talking to different people to get me and hopefully you, the listeners pumped Hell yeah. about going forward. Maybe I just decided this now. And that's why I never said anything earlier, but <laughs> I should have thought about this. So Mitch, it's fucking, we're kicking off 2021, first episode of High and Mighty of the new year. We're fucking making some changes. When are you coming back to the uh, the West Coast? I think my plan is to come back in like February at some point is the plan right nice. now. But hey, if that goes to March, if I'm just helping my mom through the winter, that's fine with me too. It just depends on work, I guess. Yeah, no rush. Do your fucking thing. Get, yeah. get, get your shit taken care of, you know? Yeah, yeah. Build a fucking, build a schedule, build a regimen there, a routine that doesn't go to shit when you have to come back to the West coast. You exactly. Know, like, yeah. Can't, you know, it doesn't have to be around the treadmill. You can always buy a treadmill for in your fucking apartment too. Like, yeah. you know, shit like that works. But, uh, I, you normally, this is where we would do plugs on high <laughs> and mighty, but, uh, you have Doughboys, yeah, love it. on Netflix. Yeah, there's, I got, there's, that's it. No, dope. Yeah. And the, the platinum, we already talked about it. The, the golden play club and all that shit. Yeah, join the Golden Play Club on their Patreon if you want an extra episode. But they have a free fucking fire episode that drops every Thursday. Um, if you are if you listen to High and Mighty and don't listen to Doughboys, you are truly misusing your time. <laughs> Unless you, like, hate fast food and casual food, then... 
But then you wouldn't like this podcast either. So I don't know. What well, Gabrus, you are you're you're the third doughboy. You know what? That that would be fun. Is this year if we can go back out on the road towards the end of the year? That would be fun. But we'll see. I th- I I got all stoned and wistful and texted you and Wiger. I was like, Hey, I would love for us to like doughboys to go on the road to like somewhere crazy and you know for a week and bring me and i was just like that's just me missing you guys missing crowds missing work and like all of it tied together in one thing and i just like text you with tears in my eyes like bro we should go to us doughboys got to australia and you gotta bring me it's like uh, yeah totally man right on top of it <laughs> i would love that i hope I-, I hope that the end of next year because we would have been touring all through this year it sucks so yeah as a matter of fact we were touring on March 14th or whatever. Like the first thing that got canceled that I was the first physical thing that hit me was we were supposed to be in Arizona. Jesus Christ. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That was, and so it it was going to be the day after the Betsy episode of Colorado, which did air, but you guys are talking about COVID and stuff during the NBA announced that they were canceling the season while Weiger told me that while we were on stage, I know it's crazy. That insane. That's when I knew shit was real is we canceled our Vegas trip because we were going for March Madness and we didn't cancel it until March Madness itself was canceled. We were like, <laughs> oh, okay, if the NCAA is canceling, maybe we should skip Vegas. We were still like, maybe we can go. It'll be fine. We'll just be careful where we eat and stuff. I had no idea what we were talking about. <laughs> I, I pray to God that the, it, it went from such a thing of Wagger at the beginning of that weekend was talking about maybe canceling and out and maybe like two days before we left, Wagger was like, we should maybe cancel some of this tour. I'm not sure how this is going. And and it went from me being like, what? You're being so crazy until that weekend, that day that we, that, that news came out. I was like, I think Wagger's right. I think we have to like, that's how fast things progressed. And yeah. then on stage and then Wagger saying like the NBA's canceled. And then I was like, I'm scared now I'm like I, scared about even going home and I'm like, I'm, ner- I'm scared now. It, it was fucking yeah. terrifying. I dug my heels in with Tiffany where she's like, I don't know if I really want you going on tour with, I'm like, Oh, it'll be fine. And if shit's going to close down, it's like one last gig. I'd love to fucking just get to do it. Blah, blah. I was just so excited about it. And then you guys were like, Hey, we're thinking of canceling. If that's, I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> fighting to do it. And maybe that's the wrong me. So let's fuck that. Let's just fucking, but yeah, keep your eyes peeled for on the road gigs coming from uh, the Doughboys featuring Mixmaster Mike himself, John Gabers, <laughs> the Spinderella <laughs> to your salt and pepper. Uh- <laughs> Which by the way, I bet you Fauci is eventually going to be like, there was one super spreader event in Denver, Colorado, the Doughboy show. <laughs> it, we learned later that's that screaming spoon is actually one of the worst ways to, con- <laughs> to spread the disease causes so many extra droplets, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> the amount of comorbidities at a live Doughboys show alone is just <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Take out a good portion of our audience. <laughs> yeah, we can't. Yeah, I hope they're still there. Bummer that all the high and mighty listeners were 65 year old diabetics living in major uh, metropolitan areas. <laughs> Um, so check out Doughboys. Check out at B Day Boys Mitch on uh, Twitter. Twitter and Instagram. No, yeah. on Instagram you're my Mike name's Mitch. Mitch. I know. I, get my f- name I should Mitch. fix all this. You're fine. Check them out on all those apps. If you're a, a single woman living in the Boston area, uh, slide into them DMs. <laughs> 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 no shame. He's cool. He's safe. He's a nice guy. And y'all. Keep, 
Yeah, I'll let you meet mother as well. <laughs> you can meet mother. And yes, when Mitch says me and my mom have been fighting, he does mean when he sits in a chair dressed as a woman facing away from himself <laughs> and yells at himself. <laughs> uh, I'm at Gabers on all platforms. Check out Action Boys. Check out uh, the Gino Lombardo show. Two seasons now on Stitcher Premium. Action Boys, a Patreon podcast, but we got a bunch of free episodes out there, so you'll find them. Just search, baby. Uh, bye, shitheads. Later. Hell fucking That was a headgum podcast. In a part of the world, where there are no rules. Holy shit. Holy shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. Here, come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. People are loving this movie. <laughs> it's got a lot of heart. You're mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Somewhere, somehow, someone's gonna pay. I would fucking love for my wife to, like, see me rip a guy's throat out. But they didn't count on one thing. This movie's fucking insane. <laughs> it's how you know it's a good movie. You have to do almost all the work yourself to figure it out. Well, there's a fantasy component. Yeah. There's some yeah. sword fighting. There's some lightning. Bam, 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 bam. There's a new game in town. You wake up after a few years, and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. <laughs> We're going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. <laughs> what? I don't hate them, but I've been in a room here. Yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. I am dark. I'm your dad. <laughs> Action boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall. To get new episodes, become a patron at actionboys.biz. Do it. Do it. Come on. Do it now.